I don't know. Are we starting already? Is this already no. going? No. Oh. No. Because I because it's not live, I don't have to like worry about when I start it. I just kind of, we start, we talk, and I edit out to where it looks later. So like, we could, we could talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then... It looks like it's just starting. Yep. Yeah. And then you jump right to the conversation. Okay. So it kind of works. This thing's kind of intimidating me. Okay. Why is it intimidating? No, I'm just joking. Because I know you're going to ask me to move it halfway through the thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always do. It's like every podcast guy's deal. It's like, hey, pick your mic up, stupid. You I've know? gotten better, man. No, I... It's and good. I've also gotten better mics. These are new? Yeah. Okay. They're like... Uh, Five episodes old? Five, yeah. Five episodes old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five. Very nice. Because <laughs> it was, I was frustrated with that very thing. Because uh, this is called, this is a dynamic mic. And the other ones were compression. Why are you laughing? Because it's right way over. What? I mean, I mean, I don't know. If you start breaking down in a, like all the. What's way over? The sound? Is it too loud? Quality assurance past 01. What's way over? I don't. I thought you were gonna break down like the whole what the mics do and no it, how they're. Oh no! All okay. I was saying was like the previous mic suck. This is better. Amen. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> we can light up one. I actually kind of want to light up one. Yeah. Well, Dude. I told her at the top of the uh, shelf I couldn't see and she couldn't understand me, so I was like. One, two, three, four, five. And so she just grabbed the first. Wait, for the, oh, the gas station? Yeah. Well, it's not a gas, gas station. Gas station? It, that little cigar shop or yeah, yeah, tobacco it will, stop. It isn't a gas station. I thought it was. No, it's you're right, you're weird. Right, you're right. I pulled in to a, a, a like a quinceanera dress making place. And I thought oh, it was, yeah. I thought it was a, like an antique random, like random <laughs> store. And it, it totally wasn't. It was a, like... It, that's way loud. Yeah. You can turn your volume down if you need on your uh, headphones. <laughs> is that better? Is that better? Is that better? That's better. For that's your headphones, better. you can kind of manage Yeah, that's good. So, no, it's like a, a extravagant dress store. I don't I, know. I'm still, yeah, so I know what you're talking about, but I'm still laughing. You got me banana smash. That's, dude, I was like, come on, I gotta buy one thing <laughs> that's that, funny. Tell me that story again. So I went in there and uh, asked him, hey, what's like something funny I could get or like a gag gift and she kept putting me towards these Chinese dresses and she's like, oh yeah, this is the Chinese section and I was well, just she, like. A gag if she takes you to the Chinese section? Yeah, well she's like, it's a dress. She said it's for your brother. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. She was like, this one's thirty nine ninety. I was like, <laughs> put that down. and then there was like these voodoo chinese card things i don't know a bunch well, of like samurai tarot, tarot cards or something kind of there were many though and they had a bunch of little people with knives and such what really? yeah there's like there? 100 cards in this little box and i was like what's this about she's like i don't know it's for chinese people i said well <laughs> she did not i swear on no uh, dude you, on, t- you can easily exaggerate your stories promise she said it's for chinese people and i was like all right and like that whole section is dresses, those little cards, and then right above it is bongs. Hmm. I mean, tobacco there's, pipes. There's some weird places in Cleveland. I will give them that. Yeah, they were tobacco pipes. Tobacco pipes. That's what she corrected me. Those are tobacco. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Pretty extravagant. She's like, I've been around the block, bro. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I got you Tropical Fusion, Blueberry, White Russian. That's the one I really- The White like. Russian? Yeah. That's how I got I know I, when I do smoke a Swisher Sweet- I like the white grape. They're amazing. Uh, I, all of them are good. Boom, bro, dude. That's the one I bought you like two years ago, and you loved it. 
I That's started probably, you, you probably started. Uh-huh. <laughs> No problem. I mean, <laughs> you. Yeah, I didn't start showing them. <laughs> you asked for them, obviously, yeah, and obviously. I picked them up. Obviously, no, they're good. Uh, uh the pipe tobacco is still like, I love pipe tobacco. Love pipe tobacco. I just don't have the patience for it. Why? Because uh, my life is and aggressive. You should know. Little quickie. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know if you have dip, I'll do it. You have cigar, I'll do it. You have cigarette, I'll do it. It's bad. That's that's one of my bad crutches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's just outlet, you know. Go out there and yeah, I feel nervous of playing on them. I just don't want to yeah. break them. I Man. blew my amp, dude. The, so it, the on your new set? Mm-hmm. What? Within a uh, three weeks? That like that crazy nice one? What, yeah. What, what? Which one did you get? with Roland? Uh, that we settled with? No. That electric set. Alexis, 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 something. It's right there with Roland. But the uh, guy was like, the feedback's better. It's higher. It was the most updated than the Roland set they had there. And the Roland set was smaller. So all the diameters or all the heads was like way smaller. Were the mesh heads? No, it's like they say you can take this electric set. It's acoustic and electrical. It's like a hybrid. So you can take all the electronics out and then go to just a straight acoustic step. You don't really? have to, yeah. You don't have to have it wired. So it's got tuning rods all the way around it, the whole nine huh. yards. But I'm like, who does that? Who would take all that out, gut it all the way out, and then put it all the way back together, and then put it all back? I'm not gonna do that. For, wait, I'm still not like the gutting the set. Yeah. So all the heads, all the drums. Uh-huh. You can take the electrical components on the, yeah, out yeah. and then make it a oh, seriously. Uh-huh. But I guess it, it is the acoustic version of that like really good though, because I could see if it was a quality version of acoustic. I set. don't know. They're small head. They're like thin thin rails. So but I they're don't the know. mesh ones, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. the pitch has got to be different. We know that. Yeah. I mean, that's just like changing heads on the skins yeah. or the skins rather. But they've got to be different. I can't believe you blew. You already blew the amp though. Uh, that was within like three weeks. Jeez. I had it all the way up. Is that, does your little uh, man shit out there actually retain the sound? Yeah, because I went to Home Depot and bought three quarter inch thick like this. Uh, I think it's for walling on like commercial property. I need to do that for here. Dude, it's yeah. phenomenal. Because I want to build a drum, but without you know killing my neighbors. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got a couple calls. Oh, like, yeah? Hey, yeah, like, hey man, it's 1030. And I'm like, well, I mean... You know, I pay the rent. I'll do it. You know me. I, I abide. I'm like, turn it off right now, sir. You know, yeah. I just, I don't know. You don't it, always abide. You're a rule breaker. Uh, yeah, not always. You're it depends breaker. how you come at me. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. If you're like, turn it off. It's driving me crazy. You know, blah, blah, blah. If you're aggressive, I'm, I'll retaliate with aggressive. Um, but if you're nice. If you're nice. Aggressive. Hey, man, you know, I work at four in the morning. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's not true. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the space. Like, I, I'd love to be able to get a little more space. You know, you, yeah. you know, I've talked about it before. Just yeah. want to go out in the country, especially like the world today. <laughs> I just want to leave. So I grew up out in the country and then moving into the Weatherford, cities. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then moving into all the city junk. I just, you have to deal with so many people. Mm-hmm. I like how independent you can be off the grid. I mean, it, and like whenever you, whenever the world's going to end, I mean, right. I mean, I, at least I think about this regularly. Right. Uh, if there was going to be a crazy zombie apocalypse, uh-huh. 
Uh, in the city is the last place you need to be. Or if you're in the city, then you need to have your own community and you need to know everybody. No and doubt. And be tight with everybody. No doubt. But it needs to be like a small city. Right. So it's out in the country is just like the, the most um, plausible way to survive if the world is going in. Yeah, because everybody that was your friend gets hungry. Mm -hmm. That's how I think about it. So what was the last one? Okay, COVID. When they said lockdowns, I thought that was going to turn into like a month month and a half, two months, and they were just going to keep snowballing it. Well, if you don't let people work and like a father gets desperate to provide for his family, that's when you get, mm -hmm. that's when people break all moral ground. They're just like, okay, dude, you have this. I need it. My kids are in there crying. So that's when I was like, oh, great. I live in the city. So, you know, all these people that are your friends, it, it changes. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been in third world countries. I mean, it, it, the stuff changes in a heartbeat. It's survival. I mean, your animal instincts take over and you're going to do what needs to get done. So I, I never started watching uh, The Walking Dead mm -hmm. until now. Mm. <laughs> so I haven't seen any of it. You should. Really? It's, it's that very same concept. Oh, yeah. That exact same concept because... Um, it, it, the guy, the main guy, Rick, he's yeah. a ex cop or he was a cop prior to the zombie apocalypse. And then he becomes kind of a leader of this little pack of this group. And then he's, you know, super nice, super moral. And then he realizes it, all that goes out the window. He goes, he, you can't really be and have that type of morality anymore in a world where survival is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And so that I'm on season, I think six right now. And at the end, end of season five, they, um, they find this community that is basically untouched. Yeah. It's a small gated community that none of the zombies got there. So they're still like living the way they did prior to the end of the world. Oh, okay. And so they come in, Rick and his gang come in They're You know, they're super nice, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you guys just don't get it. He goes, if you continue the way you're doing and, and try and live like this, you will die. Oh yeah. And so he, he gets crazy and stuff, but the idea behind it's still the same. Exactly. What you're talking about morality it all goes out the window because a little just becomes survival of the fittest. Well, you see it in in today's life already, right? We're in America, uh, land of milk and hunger. We have it, mm -hmm. right? Everything's nice. It's easy. People are going nuts, I think, with the laziness. So if you want food from a fast food place, you order it through a, a secondary company. What, what are they called? Like, like DoorDash, DoorDash, or Uber. right? Or yeah. Uber. Hey, man, you know, I need you to go. I don't know how it works. I've never used it, not a day in my life, unless it's like a a middle class restaurant, you know, that you want something from there. Well, but we, me and me, me and Molly DoorDash for a little bit, just for side income. Okay, doing yeah. it. Yeah, but and that's fine. And, and I'm not saying it's it's not fine that you order through it, but yeah. it's it's crazy to me that you can go four miles up the street, drive through. You don't get out of your car. You don't have to unbuckle, right? AC on, radio. You're kind of Lean your seat back. Get your food. Check it. You know, yeah. drive back home. We'll wait an hour. Is that logical? 40 minutes for Grubhub? Uh, depends on how uh, busy it is. I mean, unless I've you get done, like... I've done anywhere from... Or I've... I've ordered as well. I've gotten anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes. Right. So. And for like tacos. Yeah. <laughs> but it means I don't have to get out of my car. Understood. Or get out of my house. You don't even have to get in your car. I could be naked uh, and get food. I don't know. That's the difference. Like I can't be naked in my door, in yeah. my car. And like, hey. But do you really have to be burger? naked and eat tacos? I guess that's a thing. Dude, that can be a thing. Dude, when I you're just chilling and like yeah. there's like, you know, kids are down. You're just like I've watching the, I've you know, the Walking the Dead. I mean, I'll be oh, yeah? it's like super fast. Where you Dude, go especially when I was out. a kid, why was that a thing? Like you can't put the cereal down. You got to take it with you. Is that, was that you? Uh, no, definitely not. Me? No, I was just kidding. 
So. <laughs> I was just kidding. It's, it's a movie. Can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I was just kidding. I mean, I was uh, like, yeah. Wait, but wait. the but I get what you're saying. I mean, like, at least the sandwich, a little quick sandwich. Okay, pee. Not even poop, but just oh yeah, yeah. You know, hold yeah. a sandwich, pee. Yeah, or if, if I'm like drinking my dark pepper, you know, I've done that before. Do you wash that hand only? I dude, if if, if I'm peeing, mm-hmm. I don't touch anything with my with my drinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. Th- I'm just gonna. You hold never it. switch. No, because then you'll contaminate. Your pants are going down. Okay, just follow me down okay. this road. You're peeing. You're holding a sandwich. <laughs> you're holding your, you know, yeah. you take, you're peeing. Yeah. Your pants start going. You've got to make a decision. <laughs> you know, this is, this is like, you better, I mean, so my, or just let them drop. Uh, well, so, okay. So here's, here, here's the sandwich, right? So. I'm holding just with hold, my left hand. What is that? This is my sandwich <laughs> hand. Okay. All right. All right. I can't hold All the right. way up. Like bro. Ripley's Believe It or Not over here. <laughs> okay. All right. Got a sandwich. I'm holding my sandwich in my left hand. Taco. Fair enough. Well, taco. When we were put- saying Grubhub, we ordered tacos. We okay, we'll go tacos. tacos. All right. Grubhub, Taco Bell, soft taco. All right. I love three soft tacos. Soft right. tacos. As- you want soft taco? No. Okay. Beefy five layer. Does that work? I can't do a lot of that. If I do, I say no beans. Maybe if you just didn't become a diabetic, then those wouldn't be an issue. Just don't become diabetic. All right. Diabetic. Yeah. I mean, it's just simple as that. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I'm, holding, I'm holding a burger or a taco or whatever in my left hand because this is my holder hand, right? Whatever you want to put it in. My, sure. my holder hand. My food hand. Yes. And then I got my right hand. I'm doing my thing. Correct. Okay. And then the pants fall. Uh huh. So all I got to do is just spread a little, spread your legs a little bit and your thighs catch it. That's good timing. That's like really good stuff. Oh, we were you a have good reflex. You're, you're a you have good reflexes. I got good reflexes. Conversations over. It's just we th- just need to thigh, thigh, thigh work, it. bro. Thigh work. Or if you have to, you can like invert your hand and then catch it with your wrist, where you don't touch anything. What if your door rings? What? You know what I mean. You're waiting no, on Amazon. Getting, that's what Ronan's for. That's what my son's for. He can open the door and hopefully not get kidnapped. I don't want my kids to open the door. I don't think they'll come back. If they open it and like, hey, Mister. I mean, they're they're, they're so friendly. <laughs> they're just like, see you later. <laughs> Come back. Sure. So your water. kids would just dip. They'd say hi to the man who comes at the front door. A and couple of them. Just come with me. Sierra and Colin <laughs> be back in like five days. Really? With not a frown. I mean, they might say sorry. Hey, man, I bounced, you know, I dipped out a little bit. Has that always been the case? We started teaching them speak words of kindness. So we were like, walk through Walmart. And we're like, hey, ask them how their day was. Not only when your parents are there. Da, da, da. And so they would. And then it's like, you're beautiful. You know, uh, what is wrong? Scared me too. <laughs> so just falling down there. You my, know, my just nice words and just speaking goodness. Da da da. And then it just kept escalating, where everybody in Walmart's beautiful, and they're saying it's like dudes. And I'm just like, hey, you need easy does it. And, oh wow. You know, like old ladies and stuff. They loved it, adored it. Oh my god, you're so sweet. Because your daughter is now what? How old? Eight. Eight. So it's getting a little yeah. too much now. Yeah, I was like, dude, and you got to be honest too. Not everybody's beautiful. That's especially not a, at Walmart. Yeah, uh, Walmart's a little. A little I mean, else. I'm not trying to be like that. I mean, I, I'll true. be like that. It's true. It's 100 percent true. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Sarah, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and they're also like Walmart people seem to be vastly different than the rest of the world. There was a video I saw some guy. Uh, I've seen that guy who dresses up in like either mannequin suits or those green uh, tree suits mm, and it'll scare people. It. Yeah. Love right. Mm-hmm. Well, he did this 
at in Walmart and uh he was scaring somebody or something like that. And then you know, the typical Walmart profile is you know, the lady will hover, will uh-huh. hover around. Oh yeah. They're kind of large. That's that's a thing no, with Walmart. I think so. I I I'll, no. I'll bet I can track down that correlation, <laughs> right. but I'm not no, going to. You are. Um and she she just goes you. Oh yeah, she goes. You shouldn't do that. She turns to her son, her obese son behind her, and says, "She goes, uh, hey, go call security." Oh, Just, yeah. I mean that is the, the it's a very profile of the Walmart person. Oh yeah, and I go to H E B, they'll laugh with you and give you a hug. Very nice and donation. This is the thing: is it that there's Walmart people, or do we all turn into Walmart people when we go in? Because it starts in the parking lot. Everybody drops each other off at the front door. Like this is a, a a ball, right? And they get out and they're healthy. It's not like an old lady. So when they like, walk in the door, they just gain fifty pounds. No, you're just <laughs> your your anxiety is already stressed. So you go out, you finally park, and you're done freaking out because it was like thirty minutes to park. By the time At you, Walmart, yeah, it's and then there's always the people. Huh. I gotta say this publicly. They don't cross directly across the the drive. They go at an angle, and you're going with them wait what are you talking a, about on, okay in the parking lot yeah so i think walmart people are created in the parking lot and <laughs> as you go through the doors you adapt and mutate into a walmart person <laughs> so we're really all walmart people it's putting it up so it's I, like the uh the upside down on the uh, stranger things you yeah, ever watch? Be, no but i can feel what you're throwing down but look, <laughs> hear me out okay okay you cross out you get out of the door and you cross into the parking okay, lot. okay so i drive I in my car mm-hmm. and I drive and I park. Am I parked? Right, no, you're trying to park. I'm trying to park. Right. I'm driving. I'm trying to park. But as soon as you come to the the doors on your right, parking lots on your left, right, or yeah. whatever, mind you, vice versa, left. Okay. Whatever. The way Walmart you door. Walmart. I'm just trying to figure out which aisle you're going down, when, man. No, no aisles. There's it's aisles in the parking outside. lot. I know okay. there are aisles in the parking lot. These people. Oh, that's another one. Well, t- okay. okay. They come out of the door and they look, and some will stop. Then they congregate, 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 congregate. They do that. (laughs) And then you're sitting there like, I wonder if they're going to dart out in front of me. And then they start gathering and clustering. And as soon as you get to to go, they just, some of them go straight across. That's because they've lost their mind inside. Some of them. Okay. So the crossing, the pathway from the parking lot to the door, that part, that crosswalk. Right. right. Okay. You're talking about the crosswalk. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of, them, okay. some of them just go right across and you're like, man, I waited for you for a reason. Thanks, man. <laughs> we had a thing. That was good. The others walk parallel, not parallel, at an angle Yes. as you're trying to drive and you're like, what are you doing? They stop. Come on. I'm a car. <laughs> I tried to do that. Then we both started together and then you go, you know, you're trying yeah, to be okay, cordial. Okay. You go, <laughs> man, that's three minutes that you wasted. Add this Bottom up. Line. Then you get to go to park and you're supposed to go in a certain way. You, you got to hit it at an angle. You park uh-huh. at the, you know, correspond, uh-huh. the angle that caters to your car. People don't do that. So when you're trying to go in the right way, there's always uh-huh. somebody coming out yep. the wrong way. So I've never been that guy that's, on accident. Yeah, but me too. Everybody's a perfect driver until they get busted, right? <laughs> Everybody on the highway, everybody sucks at driving. And it's like, you're yeah. that guy. Yeah. 90% of the time, you're that guy. Okay, so then what happens? So you finally, you just say, forget that lane. I'm going to cruise down a little bit, and then I'll just get the further one away from whatever section of this hellhole you're trying to get into, garden, grocery, or, you know, 
you gotta get a fresh pair of undies in the middle. So, so okay. So you cross the, well, you cross the crosswalk. Uh-huh. Is it? Does the change occur at the threshold or after that second We're door? We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. So you finally park All right. way away from where you wanted to enter, and if it didn't, it wasn't the cars coming the wrong way. It's the fuck. I have nothing against handicapped people. <laughs> I don't think there's five hundred of them at Walmart <laughs> at the same time. I just don't believe that that's a thing, but they're all loaded. Every one that's of them. I'm saying. It's a, they're always like a little hover around, man. They're always in a hover around. It's just inevitable. <laughs> and then you, you park on the other side of God's creation and you're walking, trying to make, you know, try not to make, you got a mission. I'm a guy, I shop with a mission. Yeah. I'll buy the wrong stuff because I, I speed oh, for sure. shop. Oh, I, for sure. I, yeah. I don't care what My I'm wife shopping gets for. It's when I get back and I don't have what she get, what she asked at me. Oh, dude, I remember you in the airports, Nicaragua. We were like calling you, like, where are you at? I'm on board. I'm on the plane. <laughs> like, dude, we just got here. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it was like, yeah, there was a group of y'all and I was just like, well, see you later. You know, I just, dude, I can't. So yeah, my no, thing, I know. That airport's know. a whole nother thing. I know. But tell, I want to hear about this Walmart. You park, you're walking, try not to make eye contact. Don't see anybody I know. You know, I, I'm real big on that. I don't want to see anybody I know make small talk. You know, I care. Uh, I know you care. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen in this interaction that's going to make me love you more. Like, uh, that's rude. But I want to get inside. <laughs> Well, you go to go inside and I finally figured this out. Do you know why in Walmart you enter in the opposite doors? You're trained in traffic, right? To go mm-hmm. down the right side of the road. Yeah. Other person opposing whatever mm-hmm. way you're going. And Walmart's different. And in a lot of other places, it's different. They use the left door as the entry. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, here we go again. Uh. People don't listen. It's because the registers are right there. And they want you to, the easiest way for, uh, you know, uh, the fastest way from A to B is a straight line. So when they leave the cash registers, that's the closest door. You're on the other side going in. So it's a nice rotation. I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. They bring them, nine kids, grandpa, yeah. and all their stress from the parking yeah. lot and Walmart <laughs> and come out this way. And then you all stop and look at each other. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's what sets it off. That's when you turn into Walmart. And then you're going in there and you're already cursed three people. Yep. You're just done. Like, oh, so done. I like that theory. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, we never finished the taco. The end of the world. End of the world. Taco. Remember uh, world DoorDash? People, you thought it was hilarious that DoorDash is even a thing. And like how we're talking like, uh, oh, yeah. Creating uh, the, uh, like, if, if you, the survival thing. Like, if you create, like, for, for instance, for me right now, um, I'm because my undergrad is in uh, disaster emergency disaster management. We're required to create a disaster plan for our family, which I, again, I think everybody needs to create a disaster plan, mm-hmm. but how many in your area has a disaster plan? And then whenever she hits the fan, who are they going to come to and, and rob I don't the person so. with the resources? Yeah. They're going to take the alpha. I mean, immediately they're going to go oh, strong man, so, either so, out of fear or resources. Yes. Cause their fear is he's going to turn on us all. And he's able to handle us all. So we got to take him down. Oh, main thing is like food. Who has the most food stocked up? Yeah, right. I don't know. So I have no idea what's in my neighbor's cabinets. But I know Juan's got some bomb ass uh, tamale hookups. So if he has like a good dozen <laughs> in the there. World ends. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to fight. <laughs> and he knows that. But, so. but like, yes, people need to 
make a plan for all this for all. How do we get on DoorDash? DoorDash is lazy. The incompetent people, the, the, the way the world's going and then how you would, how we would be the superior one in that. How, how do you train yourself in all this to be ready for the end of the world, the end of the world. And I don't think half the people are as ready as they say they are, especially yeah. like when they're typing. So, oh man, I'll just do this and I'll go. Da, da, da. I had a plan. So, with uh, COVID, are you, are you allowed to tell your plan? Yeah, okay. the COVID and a little bit. No, I could say. <laughs> Don't tell me gonna, how much food you got. I'm not going to say the location, but yeah. So I work as a fuel technician, and a mile and a half down the road, I know how to bypass the system and pump just gargantuan amount of fuel, just hundreds and hundreds of gallons. So hmm. uh, that's I would go get fuel, and then I would be king. I mean, because fuel is going to be one of the first to run out. And people are going to freak out. They're all going to go to the places where, you know, mm-hmm. QT, da, da, da. I know places you have no idea there's fuel there. Uh-huh. And there's 20,000 gallon tanks. Well, you can get the fuel and I'll fly us out. How are we going to take the fuel? Those what? little Cessnas can't even hold me in my lunch sack. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, no, I was we, saying. We, get jack, f- we jack are like a Cessna 210 that holds like eight people. Yeah. I mean, you can drive those too. I would figure it out if it was the end of the world. Okay, so who was the comedian that, uh, what's his name? Tosh, Daniel Tosh. He's like, if if there's a crowd of people running after you and they're just all, you know, crazy and da-da-da, like, hurry, hurry, do you know how to fly a pain? He's like, you muster up some courage and say yes. You know, he's like, no matter automatically what, up. what's going on behind them is way worse, <laughs> you know, than you not being able to fly a plane. He's like, so you get in there and you're like, Oh, these joysticks are a little different than mine. <laughs> he does a good bit on it. It's hilarious. But it makes sense. Like you, like when you're in those situations, it, one survival of the fist yeah. immediately becomes a thing. A and liar. Then how do you, how are you going to be the most uh, sought after person in a group? Yeah. I don't know. I think person I, with a gun. Me personally, I stay under the radar. I just want to disappear where they're knocking on Chad's door and they're going, where is he? Oh, He's nobody know. Where's his family? Da, da, da. I don't want to make a pack with my neighbors da 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 i just want to go or uh, i guess i would get fuel i've got storage of canned goods and all that kind of stuff just in case you know especially when they started buying up all the toilet paper i was like nothing safe so did you you get all the toilet paper dude we blew like i don't even know four or five hundred on just random stuff that I can't even eat half of it because I'm diabetic. You know, so, <laughs> don't be diabetic. Well, I just God. eat like one bean a day, <laughs> like what three pieces of rice. And my uh, sugar's good, but I've lost 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can see sounds. And so then I would tear off and try to find just local stock tanks. You know, make a deal with the guys there mm. because fresh water. I mean, fresh water, food, fuel, yeah. pretty set, decent. The, uh, I have a connection. They have like. 30 acres, I think, down south. And he goes, yeah, if uh, anything happens, you can come with us down there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take you up on that. There's a place, destination unlisted, but it's north (laughs) of, uh, it. I I can tell you this, I can tell anybody who ever listens to this, you've never been more off the grid than me. It was just one of Chad's buried stories. (laughs) You have a lot of stories, man. Yeah, that is... You are a storyteller. I will say that. I, you know, I'm that guy that always has a story to yeah. say with what you're talking about. And I don't want to be sometimes. Sometimes I don't say it. You know, I'm just like, oh, why don't you want to be? 
I don't know. It's just because it's unbelievable in, in a lot of ways. They're like, come on, dude. Yeah, right. You did that too. Okay, yeah, right, dude. And it's just like, I did. And some I of did. it, some of it's like really cool, really interesting. Like, wow. And then some of it's like, you're so wrong, dude. You're so evil. Why would you do that? Like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> it, it honestly when i think too much about a lot certain ones like i'll feel like i'm about to have a heart attack like what's the craziest story that you have funny or dangerous Let's like both like uh funny's got to be the bear bear suit have you ever tell the you the bear, bear suit. suit story no okay i don't know how old i was let's say just, I, I'm, somebody's gonna catch me on this 17 well, we didn't go to what you call college. So <laughs> <laughs> we would always like go to these parties. I used to have like these massive parties out by the lake. I mean, that's the only thing I was known for. Like, <laughs> dude's not smart, but he's funny and he has these huge parties. We would literally invite hundreds of people. And there was so much violence and fighting and just... I don't even know drugs and <laughs> you can say it, bro. It's, fine. <laughs> it's just, it was it, unbelievable <clears throat> things that happened at that house. I mean, this is in Weatherford. Yeah. Uh, if people make it this far into this podcast and they hear this and like you put it on Facebook, they'll start with the stories. <laughs> and last time I was like, Hey man, uh, I posted something that kind of hit on the genre of like, you know, the, the old days, da, da, da. Yeah. And people started telling them stories and I was deleting as fast as they're putting them. I'm like, no, no, I've changed a little. A little. You, you know, I'm like, please I'm don't. I'm a family man. Yeah, don't do that. But uh, <laughs> don't has do to that. be the bear suit story. So, you know, in sororities and stuff, they like, uh, it's depicted in movies. I don't know if it's true, but say this was like their, their prized possession. Mm -hmm. They protect it. And another sorority comes yeah. and steals it. Da, yeah. da, da. So That's we like had a watched, trophy or whatever. Yeah, we watched a movie. Yeah, like their biggest trophy. Mm -hmm. Okay. We watched a movie where that had it in it. And uh, I don't know where this thing came from, but ours was a bear suit. We just, everybody wanted to be in this bear suit. So you, had, was, you were in a sorority, but at your, the crew you ran with had this yeah, bear suit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was introduced uh, to it at my house. So at the lake house, it was like a six by five window, which is a huge window. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look out one day and we had like a couple people over, maybe there's 20 people over and here comes this bear, you know, like dude in a bear suit, obviously walking in the front yard. And I was like, what is this? People would always show up with just so random. This I love it. Yeah. It was like a little get together. This mm -hmm. wasn't nothing big. And we ran out there and tackled him. It was my friend Wes and uh, Dude, we're just laughing our ass. Oh, like, I got to get a hold of this suit. You know, this is going to be the thing. So we laid out the rules. You know, everybody's going to try to steal from each other and such. And <laughs> I, well, I didn't steal from him that night. Obviously, he was wearing it. I don't remember how I got a hold of it, but I was so excited the day I did. You know, you got that <laughs> that piece to the party that everybody's yeah. like, you know, wants yeah. to hold it. <laughs> so I get it. And inside, I guess they had like spots for water bottles. You Inside know, the bracelet? Yeah, I guess it was for like a circus or like, you know, family event or whatever. I don't know. Okay. But we'd put beers in them. And you could just sit in there and pull your arms in, just get <laughs> wasted. And, you know, the, so I go to this. I get it. I'm so excited, man. I go to this party in Fort Worth and I was dancing with it and da 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 da. And uh, 
I go to the restroom. So you have to take this thing fully off, go to the restroom. So I'm taking a leak and I'm drinking, you know, and uh, I go to zip up and I catch myself. I mean, completely catch. I'm screaming, you know, and my friend Aaron's like, uh, what part though? Oh, dude, like, like sack or actual shaft? No. uh, So you got a boat. Bottom of the boat, you know, <laughs> got a hole in the boat. And so, uh, man, I'm screaming. I mean, it's bad. It's like, what is that movie? Uh, Ben Stiller. <sighs> Something about Mary. If you ever watched that? Uh-huh. Yeah. He zips it up and it's hilarious. Cause it's the beans are above the Frank. Da, da, da. <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, that happened. It's just, uh, anyway, <laughs> so I go running out and ask my friend Aaron. I was like, dude, I seriously, I got to ask you like the hugest favor. He's like, what's up, man? I was like, look, I mean, it was bad. It was, it was, it was bad. So he gets in there and he's just that friend, man. He's like, come on, bro. We got this, you know, and he takes care of me. So it was actually stuck. Like you couldn't get oh, it out. Dude, no, like I couldn't even look at it. I was terrified. Get it undone. Of course, I start leaking everywhere. I'm bleeding. You know, I mean, it's bad. <laughs> Why are you leaking? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like fighting term, I guess. And, <laughs> Them uh, fighting words. Yeah. I put the bear suit back on, start drinking the pain away. I go back up and we're on one of those like apartment patio stair switch spots. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And that's just where we were kicking it. And so I'm in there drinking, da, da, da. And we met... Uh, I'm always going to hate me for this. We met these girls, right? <laughs> this is going to be so horrible. I can't put that in there. Okay. So <laughs> we met these girls and uh, how am I going to do this? Everybody's going to hear this. I'm not even thinking about it. Everybody's going to hear this. I forgot all about this. Uh, so we're drinking and they're like, you should come over. Da, da, da. I mean, this was years ago before I was married. Da, da. So uh, yeah, we're totally going to come over there. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. So, you know, they leave and it's, in a different building across the way. You're talking, you know, hundreds, hundreds of feet away. So we're out there just drinking and I take the suit off. I'm sweating. My friend Aaron hits me with a fire extinguisher and it goes all over my face. I mean, it's, I don't know if it was the, that takes the oxygen out. It's that carbon dioxide. Yeah. That yellow, but I couldn't breathe. You know, I'm coughing, crying, da, da, da. I fall down the stairs. There's like 12 concrete steps. Oh. And I mean, dude, like, the least graceful you could possibly ever be. I mean, I'm pretty sure I cartwheeled with this suit halfway on. I get up and I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, I mean, it hit me hard. Get back up and uh, the cops come. You know, we're being loud. We're throwing bottles off the thing, da, da, da. And the cops pull up downstairs. It's like, dude, we got to go. I throw the suit on, you know, it zips. it's like a Velcro thing. And I run right in front of their car. So I got... <laughs> I'm the world's worst with directions. So as I went down these stairs, went down those, went down those. And then you see the hallway. I was like, oh, go. And I just run right in front of them. <laughs> the car is here. And I'm thinking I'm on the other hallway. It's not the case. <laughs> I run right past them, dude. And there's a, one of those black iron gates. And I hop it, no problem. Take like five steps. And I'm floorless. Literally, the ground is gone. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can think about it. How far my friend Travis says that it's like 20 feet, I think is what he said. I think he said it's like 20 feet. Sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Though. And so I'm going and I'm just like, ah, boom, hit the ground. I don't know what happens. So it was like a balcony jumped off or something? No, it was a creek bed. So 
where you jump over this gate, it goes straight down 20 feet and then it gradually comes up and it's where all the water comes from okay, the yeah, apartments. Yeah. Yeah. Huge drainage thing. Massive. Well, I look up and the cops, you know, they're shining their lights down and they're like, uh, Gary It's like, you know, something like that. And they're like, what the hell is that? And he's like, he's like, it's a fucking bear. You know, I'm like, Oh, couldn't laugh, you know, and they just leave me, you know, I, from that moment, this is, I don't know where the time went. Okay. Cause I feel like I'm in there for five minutes. I'm crawling. It's like, not raining, but it's like drizzling out a little bit, crawling up this hill. See this scar right here? Uh-huh. I got caught on thorns and just ripped them off. And I'm crawling up this hill, get all the way to the top. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the girls. And <laughs> so I just magically make up a number, I guess, that the house I'm going to. And I see this door and it's probably just the first door I saw. That's the number. You know, you're so wasted. <laughs> I get up there and I knock on the door and this dude answers. And you're full in a full bear suit. Full bear suit. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, and I take it off and my face is just like blood from scratches in the, in the deal. My back, I thought I broke my back. I got white dust all over my face that I probably <laughs> sweated through. I'm trying to envision what this guy saw, you know, and uh, he's just like, you know, what the blank is wrong with you? You know? And I was just like, uh, where's the fat girls? You know, I didn't want to say fat girls earlier, but I was like, where's the fat girls? Like, get the hell out of my property. You know, get, get off my porch. And I was so distraught. Like I thought that was my sanctuary. Like that's where I'm going to go that's find my- a bath and you know, all this stuff. It's a random dude. Yeah. My brother comes pulling up in this old Toyota Corolla. He's like, where have you been? And I was like, what's going on, man? You know, and I'm, I'm kind of laughing, but I'm really like emotionally messed up. I'm like, dude, I fell. Like, I don't know where or how or what, you know, I I was like, dude, it was, it was bad. He goes, you've been gone for five hours. Oh oh my God. I was like, what? If I I blacked out, I passed, it knocked me out. I was still laughing at the cops that actually thought you were a real bear. No, dude, they, I mean, that was like five hours. The sun was coming up and I was like, oh, be damned. He's right. (laughs) You know, so I get, he's like, dude, get in the trunk. What, dude, what is wrong? Dirt and mud and all this. Plus I'm I'm hurt, hurt, you know? He's like, get in the trunk. I'll take you back over there. We've been looking everywhere for you. Had no idea where you went. So, cause everybody ran the right way. (laughs) I was the only one. Well, He's like, get in the trunk. I get in the trunk. And the this suit is made for like Caleb, six foot something. <laughs> and my feet are dangling. And I hear this ding, 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 like the just married little can thing. <laughs> yeah. It was the beer cans At in the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> I've been dragging them all night. But yeah, that's that's got to be the funniest. That's easily going to oh, be the funniest. Dude, I mean, oh, I dude, the bear the suit bear. story. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of people that are loved. No, you're wrong. Oh, dude. You're wrong. This is what happened. Yeah. Yeah, forgive me. I didn't mean to no, say you, No, you're just, you got a lot. You're one of those guys that has a lot of those stories. You're very uh, opinionated yeah. too, oh. on a variety of things, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I saved like, you know, yeah, but. You saved what? Uh, some stories like that. This is one of a billion, but the, the most dangerous, most, I don't know. I don't know. It might've been Ranch Bash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, it wasn't really dangerous. It was probably downtown Fort Worth riding with my friend, Unspoken. He's, I don't I don't know what he's doing right now, but I just feel like I shouldn't say his name. We're in his mom's car and we're driving down downtown Fort Worth and we're collecting beer tabs, you know, the little, mm-hmm. 
and seeing who could drink the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Real mature. The use, right? Yeah. <laughs> this dude and his uh, girlfriend walk across the street and we're like, hey, we didn't see the connection that they were together and such. And he was like, hey, I got something for you. We're like, awesome, man. Like, what is he going to give you? Like a present, you know? And <laughs> anyway, he goes to Suzuki Samurai little Jeep. It's like the knockoff Jeep, like yeah. knockoff, knockoff Jeep. We rolled one of those before, but he goes under his seat of this Jeep, pulls out a 45 oh, and no. starts blasting, man. First and shooting in downtown. In, first shooting in downtown in like 30 years or 40 years at that, at that time. <laughs> Put one in the back corner Jeez. panel uh, where my friend was sitting. He's really tall. That same Aaron guy that helped <laughs> me with the bear suit and such. And uh, one in the front door. That one went in, hit, and then came out and left the impression of it coming out. So the bullets were still oh, in the geez. car. Yeah, and we drove just like... Just randomly just popping off on you? Oh, dude. It was so stupid. Because we turned into the shooting. I mean, this guy's <laughs> on the corner, and we're like, go! And he's just... I mean, I don't so know how many... drive towards him. Yeah, dude. I mean... So we drove like five, 10 miles away, call the cops, go make a police report. Cops get there. Uh, we're passing out on the car, on the trunk. He's oh, like, you guys gosh. wasted it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and told him we fell out this whole thing. And then he ends up coming to my friend's house for like, uh, look, look through the pictures of people, yeah. you know, the the suspects. And, and we just made a big joke <laughs> of it. We were playing the penis game, you know, where you say it loud and then the next person says it louder, da, da, da. It was, yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna leave, and we're like, yeah, it's probably better. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, what I like about you is that you know, you, because you have a variety of uh, things that you've done or have been done to you, story wise. Oh, you've you've kind of done just a lot of things. We'll just I say that. Why people always do bad things to me. <laughs> well, because of that, you have a very interesting perspective on um, life yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Because you've kind of done everything. A little bit. You know? So-so. You know what I mean? So-so. But, you know, I don't know. Last 13 years, I got to put this testimony part in there that I gave my life to Christ has been the best. Yeah. 100% the best. It's been harder. It's been harder. I mean, I've been in and out of jail, fighting all over the place. Uh, seen some crazy stuff, man. You mm. know, grew up pretty wild. <clears throat> You know, uh, my dad would hate to hear me say it, but, you know, it was it was a crazy thing growing up after the divorce. It was just it got pretty wild mm-hmm. I and mean, everything was just no. It was all just all dudes, right? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we get out of school, come home and then he'd go to work and we we're supposed to like, you know, raise yourself. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, on the weekends, solid dude, man. I mean, you know, but, you know, mom was gone. The whole martial art world, you know, was kind of interweaving together it's just a whole crazy well it seems like that the whole martial arts side of things really helped gear you towards some cool things See, i gotta say my original teacher in weatherford <coughs> uh the things i learned from five years old to 13 years old funnel fundamentally changed me for the rest of my life when did I you mean, start uh, fighting uh well i i don't know when i started like actually fighting technique wise not oh, just street that, fighting that'd be in this last set this okay. would be 23 to now so 13 years and your black belt, mm-hmm. your second degree. So your stepdad mm-hmm. is Mr. Brilson, right? Mm-hmm. And he's the one who fought with uh, Chuck Norris and Bruce he didn't Lee. fight. He didn't fight Chuck Norris. No, with like they were all they kind of oh, ran, yeah. they ran together that circuit. Uh huh. Chuck yeah. Norris was a little bit later after his uh his he's younger, right? Days. Uh yeah, by yeah. by I don't know how long how much, but 
Didn't he just have a birthday? Mr. Burleson had a birthday and like Chuck Norris and a bunch of the, that whole crowd showed up. Man. Or was it? Was that when he had a I think they just, heart attack? I don't, I don't know. When they, they, they have get togethers all the time. Like yeah. my mom and, and, uh, a friend of ours, they go out there and they hang out. And it's just funny. Like when you say, yeah, Chuck Norris came over. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, well, no, like, uh, so we they uh my fr- a friend of mine rented out the Ridgely Theater yeah. to do like a huge fundraising like get everybody together event and they had him come out for that and that was just that was phenomenal like my brother fought in that one it's just big demonstration deal mm-hmm. and uh you know Chuck Norris came out to that well I was just helping there as like part of my stepdad's entourage if you will yeah. just there was a little bit of bad blood prior to that so we were kind of anticipating between uh you no i mean I, the names kind of okay. thing again but a certain individual certain individual and you know groups rose i think it was like a pre-party bad deal but uh so we're kind of anticipating you know a, a you know big problem mm-hmm. so i just went to help him around you know blah blah, yeah. blah. and then we you know watch rings help with ring control yeah. da, da, da. and uh so I met Chuck Norris there again. I met him, I don't know, two, three times prior to that. But my wife didn't. And she was like, she was pissed, right? well, dude, she grew up with yeah. old Chuck and like, you know, the homeschool. Yeah, dude. She's she's like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I was looking at her. I was like, you're sweating, you know. And <laughs> so he ended up coming over, I don't know, a year later, say. And uh, I was like, hey, he's going out there. You know, mom invited us just basically for you. And so she got to meet her, Mm. you know, Chuck Norris, huge fan. And uh, we made her blush so bad. We like (laughs) put her on video. We're like, kiss him on the cheek and all that. And so, you know, she just froze, (laughs) starstruck, you know. But uh, he seems like a really good dude. He is the coolest dude. I mean, I'm not like one of the, I don't know how you say this political pro, uh, karate guys where you got to click drinks da 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 you got to go meet everybody i respect my lineage really really truly with the ones that were the pioneers of it mm. and you know everybody that had a part to grow it to where it is now but i don't get into you know uh, so there, there is a lot know, of type of networking yeah, with the famous it, it, it fighters. It's crazy. Well, so let's say this you you get a black belt under you or your lineage or part of your school la da 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 Y'all have bad blood. He takes off across the state or sit or uh, you know wherever, and he starts his own deal. Yeah. Well, then he likes self ranks, and they all self rank, and then he ranks under, and then they they make this huge, just huge program, and then so all these people get upset with each other about that. But the true ones, the majority of them, have given their life to Christ, and they just do it. They just want to see you do good. There's not a lot of money in martial arts. I so mean, the self ranking is a big deal. It is. Okay. It's bad. I mean, it's real bad. It's it's. So how do you regulate that? Can't. It's, is it like that in other? It's like too? Corona. It just got out of control. <laughs> so it's just you know it starts. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it starts with it starts with a little, and then it goes into a lot, and then you don't even. You know, and I here I am saying I don't care about it, and then I'm telling you exactly how it works. But just I really I love honoring the ones that really paved it for everybody. That do they're like blood and guts era. These guys are bare knuckle. Mm-hmm. I mean, barefoot, really getting after it. That's uh, that's like Mr. Burleson, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, there's like a '60s TV show where <laughs> it looks like The Price Is Right. You know, there's everybody in those like uh, 
the the same suit colors as the couches back then you know yeah, they're all sitting yeah. there all prim and proper <laughs> and then these guys come out and just beat the hell out of each other in front of them and they're really? like very nice it, <laughs> it's so cool <clears throat> but those ones you know and there's so many you, you can't even start to say how many there's there's literally a good solid hundred that mm. were the the ones that the originals like, yeah and this is what uh specialty is this like uh american karate american karate was fundamentally built on the teachings of taekwondo shotokan you name it it's what they did is they took it they took styles from all the best little little uh parts of their curriculum and built it into american karate so I want to say that was 63. And it's heavy striking. It's mainly striking, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, back then it yeah. was it was huge. Now it's it's pretty soft. I mean, it's it's not your but, full contact. But like it's, right now, it's MMA type thing. It's, yeah. it's not really MMA. It's, it's a heavy in the striking, not a whole lot of rolling. Right. right. And see, this is the, the misconception with MMA. MMA is mixture of martial arts. Yeah. Mixed martial arts. Yeah. So people that train and fight MMA, first, they're going to want to get you know, high ranked in a certain style, you know, fifth degree martial uh, American karate, yeah. taekwondo, jujitsu is huge. Hapkido, mm-hmm. uh, kempo, uh, whatever you want to call a Shotokan. There's just so many different styles. But they rank up into one. They rank up in several. Okay. And then they start training how to fight in the UFC. And so then you go to a, a school that produces fighters, yeah. you know, and then, you know, they're, you just sit there and see how you can hang, see how you can do it. And I mean, these guys are the real deal. So they can take you on the top, take you on the bottom, doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, But in American karate, the, the true pioneers, the ones that really, truly do the work, you can always tell. You can always see it in their demeanor, mm-hmm. their character, their respect. It's not showboating. It's not you know, you've always got to be in the front of the line. It's just that they love the art. Mm. They just love the art. That's who I like to be around. Mm. And there's so many like that, like that. I just aspire to be like Richard Morris, Dave Mann, Bob Nuttall. I mean, these guys are just awesome. They're just awesome. Uh, and so that's, I didn't even want to test for first, to be honest with you. For I just, first degree black. Yeah. I just wanted to teach and train, go compete, you know, and, uh, just enjoy it you mm. know what i mean i didn't want to but be, it, was, it seemed like a very good outlet for you kind of helped dude, funnel a oh lot of that man so when you're fighting you really don't have time to think of anything else right so when you're drumming are you thinking about paying your bills sometimes really <laughs> you ain't drumming hard bro because i'm that's what i'm doing so like yeah. if i'm if i'm training like when i really train it i really typically train once a week you know, stretch on my own, but it's nothing hardcore. It's, yeah. it's not at all. Now the jujitsu I've started in the last seven months is a whole Intense, different animal right? that I did not anticipate. <laughs> so I kept, are you follow- still doing that? Oh yeah. So I was following, uh, I don't know if I should say his name, yeah, two time world champ. I mean, this guy has done it all. He's ranked in, I don't even know how many things. Why can't he, you say his just, name? He's awesome. I don't, I don't want to, I didn't ask him. And this Fair is the enough. kind of guy that you just truly want to. <laughs> this is easily the toughest man I've ever met in my life. Really? Ever. Huh. Easily. I mean, we'll get inside his class. There'll be, you know, six to nine of us, something like that. Well, I'll do the little pre-class for like an hour. You really learn the technique of it, which I love. And then we roll 
for about an hour, hour and a half, something like that. I, I, I can't tell you the times because it's different. Yeah. But uh, so we do all the class. Then we go in there and roll. And these are five minute rolls. It's normal. It's typical. It's nothing impressive. But we'll roll all with each other. Then we'll do like maybe, you know, this guy rolls two times in a row. This guy will roll the whole class and da, 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 da. Well, my instructor will roll every single one of us without fail, multiple tapping you out multiple times in every class every week. And he trains everywhere. He goes to his coach's school. He goes like, if he's out of town, he'll find a local place, talk huh. to him, get it. And he rolls the whole class in there. This dude is huh. amazing. I really like this uh, relationship that I'm building with him. So huh. yeah, I go and just, I learn uh, I don't even have a tap record like, Oh, I've tapped this many. People. No, I'm just not even going to talk about it. I got, I wouldn't say lucky the other night, but this guy, so nobody showed up for the first part of the class. Right. So me and the instructor were just talking, you know, just hanging out yeah. getting to know each other. Da da da. We haven't got to do that. And, uh, he said, Hey man, you know, start stretching stuff like that. Got a surprise for you. You know, if it's surprise for everybody, I was like, okay, what's that? This guy's like, a he used to play uh, college football, massive. And he's like, I'm going to get this wrong. I want to say 6'3", 290. Okay. Oh, Dude, this guy comes in the room, you know, and the other students got there first and this guy comes in the room and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, like, oh my God. Well, they're like, you know, who wants to roll with them first? I was like, might as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like way. something cool is going to happen. So <laughs> I, I roll them and I'm like, man, the strength is just unbearable. I just, I mean, he could huh. just crush your face. This, this side <laughs> and everybody in there besides one other, one other dude is like that size. They're mammoths and, and they're cops and they're, you know, they're just really cool people. It's such a cool brotherhood. They're nice. They're respectful. They teach you. They cheer you on when you're, when you're rolling, they'll, they'll su do their suggestions and such, you oh, know, cool. and it's just so cool. Uh, so I roll this roll with this guy. I don't know how many I rolled in between couple rolls here, couple rolls there. And then I roll my coach. I don't know how it went. He rolls some more. We roll some more. I go against, I saw, so I go against the guy the first time he kills me, just kills me. I don't know how many times it's happened. Can't count that. <laughs> Literally, I think I heard myself go on the adventure. You know, I started gargling. You know, when you, ta you choke somebody yeah. out and they gargle yeah. out. Yeah. I was like, I did the gargle. I like, <laughs> you know, and my friends look at my, I call my friend. I respect this guy tremendously. And he's, I'm like, I was like, dude, I just went night, night, but I'm like still here, man. You know? And he's like, oh, it's crazy. You know, it's like, I gargled out like totally, you know, here I am, but. So then we get to the third roll with this guy. I was just like, man, let me get, let me get one more roll with you. And, uh, we roll, we're going all over the place. This guy can put you in a leg lock and roll you around like you're shorts. Like you're not, you're like, you're part of his body. <laughs> and he, he grabs my ankle and this isn't gloating or anything. This was me just like, so happy with myself. You don't understand. I was like in tears. Trying not to die. Dude. He grabs a hold of my ankle, starts doing all this stuff to it. And I can't see him. You know, I can't see what he's doing to it, but I just envision his face so big. He's just like, you know, just tearing this thing apart. And my, 
the sweat on my leg because we do no gi, you know, yeah. during the summer. Well, I slide my leg out. <laughs> oh no. And I remember what he was what he was trying to do. And so I grab his leg and I do it. And I cinch my stomach up and he taps. And I don't know what it, what I, I mean, somebody saying tap out means. Cause I'm just like, surely that wasn't for me. <laughs> and, uh, it was, and I was just like, you know, everybody went there was like, dude, it's crazy. I was like, no, it was pretty much an accident. <laughs> and I was like, dude, Pure not, luck. no, Pure dude, luck. this is, this is going to be a good long time for that happens again. But it was, it's so humbling. Uh-huh. You really think you know who you are? I, I really can say this now until you roll someone huh. like really like somebody who knows what they're doing. They have complete control of you. Huh. Like, Oh, I want to get up right now. I'm done fighting or I'm going to throw something else. You're not moving. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. And you know that it's a weird feeling for me. Huh. Oh, takes your pride. I thought my pride was finally gone. No, there was still a little touch. left, <laughs> And that just gets, I mean, I bet that is kind of interesting to think about though. Like you, just not having control first off mm-hmm. and then also rolling with people who have, who have using everything to um, one, their advantage to win, of course, but mm-hmm. it's such a, res- like from what you're saying, like a respectful, honorable thing that they, that's what they run with. Oh yeah. It's like, Hey, like hey, I, I tapped you out this way, mm-hmm. but this is how you, you can maybe get out of it next time. Right. And, and that's a thousand times on the mat repeating <laughs> how to get out, to be able to get out against a true professional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's so humbling it's such a good release i mean we leave that mat drenched huh. i mean drenched you can't even stand on you slip like it just yeah. dripping but uh it's been extremely humbling educational i mean i never knew y'all, y'all aren't worried about covid or anything <laughs> out there uh, <laughs> no comment we've had no such covids out there covid's fear my coach i assure you but uh yeah, no, it's, I mean, I don't know. So with COVID, are we going there? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I had COVID. I don't even know. I'm bad at dates. A long time ago. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. You can't hold me to that, right? It's a long time ago. <laughs> uh, it got, I was sick. Like, it wasn't like bad, bad. And I, I changed my tune on this. You see the little video I post on Facebook. You tell me about it. I felt kind of bad. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, well, I'm, I am a very much screw your feelings kind of guy. Yeah. Like, come on, man. The apple's red. It's red. You know, it's tastes like apple, look like apple. It's freaking apple. Get over it. Quit. But on this one, it's so intermingled. It's so strange the way everybody is handling this, you know, I don't care about your politics and all that kind of stuff. It just, there's not a lot of facts. It's always, it's science. What's the definition of science? Something that's forever changing. It's always changing. Well, the facts are the, well, the the driving force of a lot of this misconstrued information and frustrations has been from a novel virus, a new virus. So we're still trying to figure out, even though now we know that it's probably from a lab, right? um, but it is novel to the population. So, there hasn't been a lot of whole facts about this is still right. trying to figure out what, exactly what's going on. So when we're trying to figure out what's going on, we can't throw in a solution yet. That's, that's just where I'm at. This mm. for me and mine, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not, you know, again, uh, medical, these are good, good right. conversations to have. So yeah. And I'm not afraid to say it either. I, have my own I opinions too. do not know. I do not know. I don't know enough. And it's just like, man, 
That sounds like a baby. Oh, she's oh, in the no, window. It's Molly. All right, but but uh, I I don't know enough. And every time I go to research, maybe I'm looking up the wrong things, but it's like, man, this handful of doctors were like, dude, get your vaccine. My endocrinologist, he was like, he asked me the other day. He's like, hey, man, you get vaccine yet? I was like, no. He's like, you stupid ass. He's so straight with me, like on my tobacco use, like when he found out I smoke or dip or whatever yeah. I get a hold of. He slapped me. And I was like, oh, I love you, dude. Keep doing this. Like, I love that old I like school. Pain. I know. I love that old school truth. Yeah. Just give it to me. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's bad. I know it's bad. And I'm not trying to always say, oh, it's all I do is coffee and tobacco. It's bad. But I'm afraid of who I'll be like if I stop because I'm very high tuned. Not strung, but tuned. <laughs> your, your brain probably got a few screws loose early on. Oh, from, all, <laughs> from everything. Yeah, I could only imagine. I mean, I mean, we joke around, but there's. Yeah, like there's there's some certain things that I went through that I just like. There's two that probably had a long-term effect. Hang we'll on, stop me, and then go COVID. Kill the dog real quick. Yeah. Uh, can I pee? Yeah. So where were we? Talking about how, like the how you research the COVID and there's so much disinformation out there for you. You don't really know to your doctor talking about how he hits you and <laughs> yeah, you know. And so you I get straight. <laughs> I Q and A the doctor. I was just like, uh. You know, what vaccine did you get? Oh, I got this one. My wife got that one. I was like, why'd you get a different one? He's like, I think it works better for her. And then this one works better for me. Huh. I was like, really? Why? And he, he couldn't give me a solid answer. I was like, that's like, you made a logic decision. I mean, you you said, I'm going to get this one. She's going to get that one because they work better. What is your reasoning? He's like, oh, well, it's kind of hard to explain. And I was like, well, just explain it. We got time. I'm sitting in your place, man. You know, whatever. Couldn't give me an answer. It's like, Okay. I can't remember which one he told me, but they got the opposite. I was like, okay, weird, but I'll take it. And uh, I said, uh, you can get, you still, you can still get the COVID, right? And he's like, yeah, but the symptoms are minimal. And I was like, well, see, then again, I've researched where people are having like heart attacks and what's that layer thing around your chest? Um, so, cardiomegaly. Some, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say, but <laughs> there. You know, there's stuff What's with that. that. It's called. That's gonna bug me now. Yeah, it know. happens in men, predominantly from the vaccine. But yeah, continue. I don't know. But you know, it said they're having problems with that. That they're still, you know, they can still host it and give mm -hmm. it to somebody yeah. else. Which I'm at this point is like, I think everybody's really made their bed. If you're just a host and you're giving it to the people that are unvaccine, and they've made the decision not to get the vaccine, then they've already made the decision that they could get it again, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're, are you vaccinated? No, you're not vaccinated. So if, if you were and you got it and gave it to me, I kind of decided that. Yeah. I'm not masked. I'm not da da da. We're, you know, whatever. Yeah. So then I would get it and then I would fight my fight. Mm -hmm. Right. And do you come immune to it? Right. Do you, do you get an immunity to it? Oh, that, yeah. Uh, like for like three or four months though. Right. Uh, no, a lot longer. Uh, without the vaccine. Yes. Okay. So I had it within the last long <laughs> yes, time. And uh, I'll say I have to in a lot of places that I work. There's a lot of police precincts, city, pre, you know, city places. Uh, there's a lot of places that I have to. They're like, you're not coming in. Well, yeah. what do I say to the boss? Hey, man, uh, I'm against masks. 
And he's like, okay, find another job because mm. that's where the money's at. So I put the mask on and go in yeah. there and do what I got to do. Yeah. Well, uh, so there, there's that. So basically me out getting the vaccine and me have had had it, I have somewhat of immunity for a certain amount of time before I can get it again. Same thing if you get the vaccine. So if you get the vaccine, you only have an immunity to it, right? For a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. then you got to get the, there's booster. a new a booster, right? And so then it's, is it going to mutate again? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. It's going to do another variant. Mm-hmm. So that's going to do another one. Yeah, and then another they're, already, one. they're already trying to roll out a third booster for the Delta and Lambda variant. They're trying to roll it out. Roll, like roll like, it yeah. out. Gotcha. So it'd be three shots. Right. So which is, then, this is exactly what happened with the flu shot like that's why we don't we don't get rid of the flu right because it's just always there it's always there but can we beat this by immunity i don't know if we can because it's a virus um but i i, I know it can possibly dispel through the population i think i think it would always be around but i'm my argument here is that i don't think it's going to be as bad every year round that's why the very first like i was talking to a doctor a friend of mine um whenever i went to go whenever i got covid i got quit in hell on these yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. Side note. Uh-huh. Remember whenever we told Matt we, we took one of his, on his batch party. He had never had uh-huh. a cigar before. Yeah, we one at the top of the roof and that dude th- throwing the fireworks. Yes, yelling. We're at the top of the, at the roof, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the first time you have a cigar. You really gotta like inhale deeply to the bottom of your lungs." Oh yeah, remember he that? Hit him. I, he I, goes, I, is he throwing? Yeah, he's trying to puke <laughs> outside the van. Yeah, we took the minivan. Oh, dude, that song. Oh, that oh was yeah, fun night. Yeah, that was. Anyways, I sold, wait, okay. I sold a wooden elk for $20. That's right. Yeah. I forgot to about prove that. prove I was a better salesman than, than what Matt and, and then he Seth. had a friend. Seth. Oh, and his cousin, it was, Sam. No, it was it? another salesman friend from work. Uh, Connor? No, I don't know. I didn't know him. Huh. I don't I don't think we like knew him, knew him, but yeah. he was a salesman nevertheless. And so, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I sold it to a family in the Bass Hall area in the Fountain area. That's right. And I was like, dude, we're doing a, what was it, scavenger hunt thing? Yeah. And that was part of it. I have to tell you I this. It's like right after we <laughs> sung at Starbucks or something. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, so when I, when I went in initially to, when I got COVID, he even said, he was, you know, I think that the initial COVID surge was horrific. Um. He goes, you know, we were seeing it, it definitely wasn't as bad as like as far as dispersion goes. But the initial variant, the initial COVID virus was really bad. We had a lot more hospitalizations. The death rate was a lot higher. And then as time goes on, you see, yeah, it spreads further. But all, you also find that the virus isn't as bad because it's dispelled through the population. That's just kind of the typical virology. And see that I don't want to get to the conspiracy guys. Because, man, you can totally put a red face like, hey, I'm that guy by posting or or commenting or saying the wrong thing on any of those topics. Like these people are like, man, they're putting microchips in the vaccine. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. This is the dumbest thing (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I yep. just I can't breathe on that one. Well, I mean, that when was, my friend uh, got the vaccine, I was like, "Did you get the magnet? Did you put the magnet over? See if it popped yeah, out." Dude, oh man, <laughs> that veterinarian. Did you see that video? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. With the, the scanner. Yeah, I was. Like, dude, <laughs> there are people on there like, "Oh my god, I knew it!" And I'm like, "Man, it just immediately <laughs> makes me joke. think of Zek. It immediately <laughs> makes me think of set. And I immediately when I hear like too big of a conspiracy, like conspiracies are good. They're healthy. It's just a thought, a gathered yeah. thought amongst a lot of people that you're like. 
like, oh, that pre- seems pretty logical. A lot of it has come to pass. So when they said it wasn't, you know, uh, didn't deprive from a, a lab. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but they've got the Wuhan market here. <laughs> Wuhan lab here. Yeah. It's 20 miles away. Is it? No, it was on the street. I think okay. it was across the street, actually. Well, even worse. And they're like, no, impossible. Yeah. So, you know, at those for the longest time was like, oh, that's that's not not even logical. You're just crazy. You're conspiracy yeah. theorists. On those, I was pretty on board. I was like, yeah, I'm not like going to run up, you know, where we go, one, we go all, you know. <laughs> and I would see Zach nailed it. And I knew he was going to call it. I knew he was going to call it with all the uh, conspiracy junk. With the uh, with QAnon. With, yeah. And the riot see, as well. I don't know. This is where I can I can be labeled because I don't really know who did the freaking uh, Capitol Hill riot. Yeah. At this point, it could have been anybody. I don't, you know, any side, any blah, blah, blah. Hello? Let's see who it is. The okay. wife. No. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's so much. Yeah. Uh, but how do we filter that? We agree. We, we you know. just got to know that the Capitol riot thing was bad <laughs> but also i gotta admit i was listening to it as like a breaking thing ben shapiro on my phone you know and it sends me notifications uh-huh. that's like one of my only that i get not- notifications on and i see all these politicians in the in the chamber or whatever and they start running and i was like oh shit rigo you know my coworker. i was like Dude. i was like yeah i was like rigo is is crazy is something you know something happening I was like, man, uh, is, is something's gonna, ha- you know, Welcome something's going on. He's like, nah, it's political. Shut up. Hey, he's totally against it. But I said, no, something's really going on. Mm-hmm. And that was the day that they were, you know, right running in. Oh, here's my thing, man. You've got people. It, it's the extremist that yeah. have really caused the division. It's the extremist. If you really think about it, it's the extremists that do it. So you've got. All these groups, everybody's trying to identify with a group. Mm-hmm. And then when they get in that group, they can't be wrong. They put their face all over everything. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, Antifa, you're Antifa forever. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're you're just marked out online. You're just like, dude, you said you were like, you know, anti-government, all da-da-da-da-da. And then, you know, you folded. So people have to save face. And they can't publicly apologize anymore. You can't do that. <clears throat> the last time you've seen somebody get on Facebook, it's like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And I mean, generally, man. and canceled. You just don't. Yeah. It's it's too much pride. So, you know, the extremist is where it's all going down. They took over a city. Yeah. They took over Seattle. The governor, you know, everybody was just like, oh, let them have it. They burned precincts. They were killing each other, you know, uh, of their everybody of their own race. So there's white people killing white people, black killing black people. Didn't matter. You know, the, some of these people were like known in their city for like their, their greatness. Like, you know, this guy's had a store for 50 years. It's up front. It's right downtown. He's worked his whole life. Maybe it's generational too. I mean, just put everything he had into it and they burn it down and then they just, and then everybody just takes stuff. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is one side or another. Cause it was all everybody, yeah. all the extremists are there. And so I just loved watching. Didn't love watching the destruction. I love watching them fight online. I'm just like, do they really think they're like going to ramp up the rest of us? Logical people like we're going to go out and, you know, spear down. A lot of people aren't going to say that you're logical, though, just because you have a certain idea. Even though you came to those conclusions logically, they're going to immediately put you in those categories you're talking about. See, and I wanted to, it got to a point. I'm so interested. I'm interested in everything. 
that if I'm really interested in it, I'm going to go taste it. Like, man, you keep talking about this restaurant. I'm going to go. Yeah. It, in the world of sales and advertisement, it's seven times you have to see something before you try it. You used to learn that, right? So this one kind of fell in my lap, but my neighbor, he was sitting on his, sitting in his yard with the sign, Black Lives Matter. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Like he, he just went to a march or a rally or something yeah. like that, you know, whatever. It was after the Floyd deal. But he looked upset. And I was like, hey, what's going on, man? You know, I trained this kid. I said, what's going on, man? And he's like, uh, we're about to go to the march in my hometown, you know, in Crowley. I was like, really? They're doing a thing here? Yeah, he told me all about it. I said, well, what's your opinion on all this? What he said was the non-extremist version of equality. And I, I can dig that. You treat everybody the same. I don't care what you look like, who you, you know, da, 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 da. He was there for the real reason. I said, well, you want me to get my shoes on? I'll go with you. His face, he was like, what? I was like, no, I'm going to go with you. Can I go with you? And he said, why would you go? And I said, two reasons. One, I want to see what they're all about. If they're as bad as everybody thinks there is, or if there's people like come in and try to go crazy, like it would happen in my town. Like this isn't even like a city where you'd be all over the news. There's like a Crowley burned, you know, (laughs) you know, count the dead, bury him in the back. It's just, just, I don't, it didn't anticipate that, but I did anticipate going with him on the regard of I'm going to march with you. I'm going to march with you because I respect you and I respect the way you said it. And it didn't seem extreme. So we went, there was like, 100 150 walked all over town when mm. they started getting on the freeway i was like i'm out i'm fat i'm old i carried y'all's water my wife went and got water cases of water and brought it to him and i was winded i was just like i'm done i did my thing man i'm telling you all lives matter it's great <laughs> and there was one dude in the front that was trying to get it popped off but he was just he wasn't a leader hell everybody was like 10 feet taller than him he's just a tiny dude like f this and da 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 and it just, nobody really paid attention to it so i but i went and I was like, I respectfully went. There was a presence made in our town. Yeah. I felt good about it. It wasn't extreme. It was people really thinking logically. There was so many people, me and you both know there, mm-hmm. like a whole lot. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. Coming together. I'm so for that. Then I went to uh, the first responder, police, military rally deal in downtown Fort Worth. I was invited to go to that. So I went down there. Same thing. Everybody that was just sitting there and they're like representing the U.S. and they just they they're tired of it. Da 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 da. It was so cool. It was cordial. There was awesome cops there. Was awesome first responders. Uh, EMT. You know, uh, mm-hmm. just so many cool people you could meet. And then off to the sides were the extremists. So it's just a small portion mm. that so tries like to get a sample air- population. It is, dude. And they just try to get everybody worked up and throw a first punch. And that's what you see happening with everything uh, else. Yeah. And then the good guy is going to go try to break it up. He's going to get punched in the face. And that's what starts it off. And then here you go. Yeah. And so it's so just, do you see some of that stuff happening with some of the COVID stuff? Yeah. Well, it's definitely politically driven. I did a map. I got to put something out there. When, and I'm not like your Facebook guy or YouTube guy or what do they call it? Influencer? Yeah. Influencer. I'm not. I just speak my mind. Creator. Like, just shut up. So it's funny because influencers are typically predominantly female mm-hmm. and creators are predominantly male. Oh, I'm not a creator. Yeah. Or whatever. It's, just, it's you know. funny. It's I mean, in this day and age, you just call me whatever. But uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Mr. Nipple. Right. So, but I've actually deleted people 
lately and I never thought I was going to do that. I was like, no, nah, that's, that's coward crap. Da, da, da. But it gets to a point where they get so tough verbally, you know, on the keyboard and you can't check them and me can't check them. Then I start daydreaming about fighting them. And I didn't like the toxicity it brought to well, me. You went from like saying pretty much nothing on social media and just like, yeah, you have your own opinion to being very vocal about some things on some, social media. Some things, man, it just, you see, I'm a martial arts instructor. I've taught for 13 years alongside my wife and many more. And I see the influence and in what it does to him. So like, I'm not just talking. I'm not just a, a independent guy, wife and kids. You know, I go home, da, 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 have my little 40 hour work week. I influence kids to do their best. I, I influence them to pull out of just so much. What you were into. Honestly. Oh, dude, it's what I was into. And like with the bear story, let's yeah. go. <laughs> that's not something that's, that's like go out and do is stupid. It was yeah. juvenile. Yeah. I got arrested a thousand times over it. Nothing out of that life has brought me anything. In fact, I walked from it empty hands. Yeah. Didn't have anything, no possessions, no money, no nothing. But with these students, kids in their youth, in their formative years, if you're treating them right, they want the good. When you ask, uh, you know, a student, hey, you want to make this good choice? You want to make this bad choice? All the time they say the good choice. All the time. What happens in that teenage years, young 20s, young adult, that changes where they're like, they they have to promote the dirty, the, you know, the, the yeah. worst of the worst, And it gets them this independent vibe and this rebellion side. Freedom, yeah. They, they, they honestly, they build a badge of, of strength with it, which when you really meet them, I'm just like, okay, you're tough or you, are you act tough or you, you say you're crazy or you've done crazy things. Like, are you really authentic in what you're saying and, and promoting? Or like if somebody calls you on it, like you're totally bluffing nine times out of 10, that's the case. Hmm. We've ministered to the same people that we've tried to get them out of a gutter or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're no angels to say the least, <laughs> but we're like, dude, we can help you in this aspect. We know what we're talking about. Will we fall in that same aspect later? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. But that's when your brothers unite, bring you up together. And when you fall, you just put a hand out, you pick them back up. And as you grow wiser and all you get these fundamental basis of just true value in life, the more steps you take, the less like you are to step back and, and fall for the same stuff that you fell for, for lust, uh, tobacco, uh, you know, drinking, fighting, hate, you know, manipulation, lying. But a lot of so, some of that. Yeah, I agree with Bill. So even some of that is, is uh, mindset because smoking is not necessarily a bad thing unless it becomes your everything. Yeah. I mean, if you kept me away from it for long enough, it'd be probably my everything. I'm yeah. not one of them guys. It was told to me the other day that like where you'd come shaking up with a lighter. Yeah. But, you know, I'd be like, dang, I could really, really go for some kind of tobacco right now. But, uh, you know, those thing, the things. Do you think that those that power is, is a vice for what's happening and driving a lot of this pandemic? Probably. Is there a vice that's driving some of this? <laughs> what way? What do you mean? Vice like a uh, control? Yeah. Power. Yeah. So this oh, lady at a gas station today, I went in to go, it's like a gas station, fast food combo, went in to go get a Subway sandwich. Uh, 
I went in there. They didn't have any cups, so I go to the gas station side to go get a, a cup out of their deal. Mm-hmm. It's just water. Well, I go up there to pay. Just ask her if you know I need to pay. Thing you don't have a mask. You need to get out. And I looked at her, and I, I mean, it's a female first. Got to you know respect. And I was hey, that's sexist. You can't say that. I was pissed. <laughs> I was just like, look, woman, dude, seriously, you know. And, it's it's polit it's politically driven like you wouldn't believe. Earlier I was saying I did the the shots on Facebook. Uh, we totally left that out. Yeah, but there's the the presidential vote turnout for the 2020 presidential mm-hmm. election, and it shows blue for Biden, red for Trump. Da da da, and it's straight divided how it's always been. Mm-hmm. So I mean, pretty much red state's been red state for quite a while now, at least 50 years, 40 years. And then I looked up who's got the vaccine one dose and who's got the vaccine two dose and guess what those maps out of those three maps were identical hmm. they're identical and it's ha- how many people have been vaccinated u.s pop 170 million i think okay how many people are in america 330 pretty much right there in the middle so now it's being they're <laughs> manipulating it to be politically driven and i didn't want that to be of what I post about, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm conservative. I don't get the vaccine. I don't trust you because yeah. da, da, da. I'm just like, there's not enough time yet. Well, here's, just, y- man, here's the thing know? with a lot of this stuff, though. It, you know, it's like you, can, you can't you can be questioning the vaccine because then you essentially become an anti-vaxxer. That's, right. that's the, the title that you're given. Right. Um, even though, like, the vaccine is effective. Mm-hmm. It does work. Um, but my mantra has been, and, and I, I say this time and time again, is, you know, when, when you have a robust response to uh, the, the original COVID virus mm-hmm. and you have a variety of different symptoms, each symptom is going to create a different type of response and broader reaction in, in your antibodies. Right. Um, so for me, I'm not getting the vaccine because I've had an amazing natural response. I had had a very very hard time with COVID initially. Yeah, and I mean all the sim- the long lasting. I uh, still have it now. You're still I, I, I anxiety still and, and uh, I've never had anxiety before. I still have it almost every yeah. day, and for no for no reason. Sometimes and sometimes I'm just like I I turn over to the wrong side of my of sleeping and I feel my heart rate and because I feel my heartbeat, it just makes it worse. And then I get up and I stay up for another five hours. Yeah, go to bed at three a.m. Wake up at seven a.m. Type of thing. Almost you know three four times a week. Yeah. Um, and that was post COVID. That's never been an issue for me. But back to like the, the vaccine, it, it's it's frustrating because there's never been transparency with this vaccine. Right. You can you can't say that you're concerned about it because if you do, you're dubbed an anti-vaxxer and not believing in science. So the two arguments that I, I'm always seeing with this vaccine is that if you question it, then you're anti-vaxxer, right? Or you're not believing in the science, and right. both are outrageously false. Because right. I'm not going to try and get a, st- a stat war because yeah. stat wars have never been never worked out. So if there is evidence for both sides of the argument, then let's take the logical approach. Right. It's very hard to fight some some of these logical approaches, and there are PhDs and doctors all over the world mm-hmm. who are saying, "Hey, this is concerning. We just need to be careful." Type thing. There, there is con- there is reason to be hesitant. In right. fact, PhDs are the most hesitant education right now right. in getting the vaccine. From high school to all the way to the highest, PhDs are the most hesitant hmm. in the nation. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. So it is, we are following the science. And and I've also seen something on going around on social media about how uh, people don't need to be doing their own research because when you do your own research, you misinterpret, which I do agree to a, a point. Big time. Um, 
Yeah. But it's not like we're uh, for me at least I'm not doing my own necessary research. I'm following the, the research professional researchers. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me the same exact thing. I'm the conclusions I'm coming to, hey, be careful. There is some something here. Right. And I don't understand how the narrative right now is that if you are concerned about the vaccine that you don't believe in science or that if you're concerned about the, about the vaccine that you're an anti-vaxxer. Right. So Agreed. it's like, right. You can't be in the middle. They want to put you on one side or the right. other. Here's another one. This one, this one, I mean, I hurts people that are in your field or were in your field rather, you know, of they put them in the front line, these nurses, EMTs and such and doctors, they put them in the front line, wear a mask. You know, and these guys are geared up. I have tons of friends that are nurses. You went, you worked with one that was a friend of mine, mutual friend of mine yeah. from high school. Yep. And uh, they put them in the front line. No vaccine, no nothing, mm-hmm. man. I mean, death's waiting bed. If it was pandemic, right? This is like the worst thing in the world. And they put Which them I in will, there. I will, have just, to, I will have to say there are the COVID vac, COVID in, in, in of itself is a real thing. It does kill people. It is dangerous. Agreed. You know, we can agree on that. Agreed. It's just some of the other things that are, it's frustrating, mm-hmm. but continue. But you know, they put them front line, no vaccination, no protection and yeah. 95 masks. That was called. Mm-hmm. Is that just 95 do the micron? No, I don't think so. I don't know why it's called an N95, but that's, it's for N95 masks are for airborne precautions. Okay. So, but Which yeah, th- that problem. one picture that was circulating with like gas masks and all these different hardcore masks. And then the one that protects against the deadliest virus. And it's just like this tissue paper, the N95. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny to say the least. They got guys like respirators yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Which part of the hazmat thing is that because they don't really know. But right. yeah, you're absolutely So they right. put them front line. You know, they could have easily got it. Right. Is this airborne? So I said that. I heard it. That's All what right. I'm asking. Yes, uh-huh. I said that at the beginning because it just right. it made more sense that it was airborne more than anything based on on the on what's the other term? It's like particle. That's droplet. Droplet. That's gotcha. one. So if you have three tiers, uh-huh. you have touch. So right. if you press something by touch, then you have droplet precautions. Uh-huh. That's tier two basically. Right. You have airborne precautions. Okay. And then the most uh, dangerous viruses and diseases are transmitted airborne because when you can't see it, harder to find, spreads rapidly. Have you ever played that that game Pandemic? On your phone? No. Same thing. Do you want EMT stuff? No, it's just a game. Oh, okay. No, it's no. a game. Like you have to try and create an entire pandemic oh, and that's try great. and affect the entire world. That's just great. And the way that it worked is exactly how COVID was. <laughs> you think so? No, I create. I, I created a virus exactly how COVID was, and it worked. By May the way, you trust and not anything political and da 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 because he's he's worked for both sides, right? Do you trust Fauci? No, he's, I don't know. It's just, I, first of all, did you see his, you're going to about to drop your cigar. So you better put it down right here right now. Cause this is hilarious. Did you see him pitch in the opening game or whatever? No. Oh my, I called it. So me and my friend, okay. I've known this guy for since grade school and we work together, not currently, but we work together. We're sitting in this job, taking a break, lunch, whatever, sitting in the truck. And I seen the thing. It's like Fauci throws the ball. And we just tried to guess how it was going to turn out. Like, is this like, you know, uh, one of those pop singer kind of throws, or is this going to be kind of like a George Bush throw? Or, <laughs> and I said, I think he's just going to wall dog this thing, just bleh, you know, and uh, just off out of nowhere. We hit play, and that's exactly what he did. I climbed in the back seat 
trying to get away from my own ab pain. I laughed so hard. That's when I stopped trusting him. I was the the pitch. The pitch, <laughs> dude. Look it up. This was the worst thing I I've ever seen. Some... It's worse than the pandemic. This is the worst. <laughs> quote me on that. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I did not trust that man. My wife laughed. She's like, yeah, I mean. So here's my thing with him, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's. Um, I'm sure he's brilliant. I'm sure he's got a lot of cool things going on for him. Um, yeah, he he screwed up some stuff, yeah. definitely. Um, but he's his word isn't you know what we need to be going Fine. by. Yeah, you know it, it's that that old proverb that says uh, there's there's wisdom in the counsel of many. Yeah, and right now we're only getting the wisdom of one. Right, and it's that one narrative. Also dictated by who? I mean, this isn't conspiracy stuff, but you know, yeah, people. You're right. There's mas- uh, puppet masters all over the place. Right, well, now. it's. Again, it, conflicts of interest are supposed to uh, rip research to shreds. If you if there's a, the slightest conflict of interest, then immediately a research project should be thrown out. Right. Um, but that's not the case mm-hmm. for guys like Fauci or the senator, the senators, or even a lot of congressmen as well. Right, dude. Uh, can we not just start arresting these congressmen? I don't care, red, blue, <sighs> green. Put them in jail. What's the the, the latest dude that resigned? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, dude, yeah. just lock them up with a with a Cuomo. Yeah, can people don't have the ability to read someone anymore? And they're like, okay, one of the greatest things in the Bible that everybody runs with is what? Don't judge, right? I judge. I'm gonna admit it right now. <laughs> I judge all the time, and I'm good at it. I've been, I've hung out with every kind of person you could imagine, and I've found a way to love every kind of person. Unless That's you just funny, totally want to be. Not loved by anyone. That's another <laughs> breed in itself. But I can look at that guy and listen to him for five minutes and be like, no, there's no no way. There's just so, so that, many. Unfortunately, like that. That, that feeling can't be quantifiable. No. That's, what, that's what's hard. Right. Um, so I think it's generational too, stupidity. I mean, you know, <laughs> generous stupidity. Right. It is. So I'm just like my dad. <laughs> you know, it's just like, whoa. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So I don't know, man. I, I think that people just, uh, they, they need to be able to think for themselves in a healthy way. But mm-hmm. the issue is that we're seeing too many uh, variants. So yeah. did you ever watch Loki? Probably not. It's on Disney. Okay. But uh, it's it's the timeline and every branch of the timeline is a, and somebody who jumps into that timeline that's not supposed to be there's a variant oh yeah and so we're seeing a lot of these people who are doing research and getting too far out there yeah um and so how do we draw our my very first podcast i was talking about this my first free first free set of podcasts how do you stop from going down the rabbit hole and the new york times actually did a piece on this an opinion piece uh, a few days ago talking about how critical thinking is the base of the downfall of our society how we need to stop critically thinking and that's not what we need to do. We just need to do it in a better way. And um, I, how we do that, I'm not exactly sure. But yeah. I knew that I know that researchers who are backed by universities typically tend um, not tend to. They have more to lose when they do research. Gotcha. And so yeah. if you're an independent researcher and are are able to back up these things, and then the, the, these journals get peer reviewed and into the, the scientific realm right? Um, through it as an independent researcher, then you have less to lose because you don't have a salary from the university. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes more sense to me that I listen to researchers who have these PhDs mm-hmm. independently who have nothing backing them. They just want to know the science. Then somebody who is as a, as a university professor who, okay, you know, I, 
like for instance, next week's episode is that Austrian researcher who lost his job because he went against the narrative against the vaccine. Right. See, that sucks. So he, he but he said, I don't, he, what he said to them, I think it was the university of Poland or Austria. I don't remember which one it was mm-hmm. big university. He said, I don't want to be a part of something that doesn't, ex- that doesn't support a differing point of view. Right. And he got fired. He got ostracized. His entire character just slain. Yeah. Um, simply because he had a differing point of view. And so independent researchers have less to lose. Mm-hmm. So that means that the science is actually probably going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And I, honestly, it's politically driven. These guys are politically driven in so many aspects. And you can see it just coming out of the gills. The first things we got to do is admit Admit the truths that we feel in our heart and our mind like this. Trump voted for him. I never voted in my life. My brother tried to get me to vote for Bernie. That's what started me in even looking at anything political. (laughs) I remember that. And he's telling me all about it. And I'm like, I don't like this guy. Seems lazy. I don't want free stuff. I know what that gets. Like if I gave you something for free, you're not going to respect it as much. Right. You just not. If you get everything handed to you, yeah. you just you're not going to respect it as much. So I that I, there's so many other things. His yeah. foreign exchange, his healthcare policies, da da da. Then there's some things I agree with. So single payer, you know, I I really believe like I did the numbers for my brother. Hey, you're it, doing your independent research. You shouldn't be doing your own. Yeah, research. whatever. I did it, <laughs> and I re- I think with like the national medical debt, the average pay. Da, 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 da. I want to say it came out to like $65 per person per household would be universal health care for everybody, for everybody. Well, here's an, that's the, amazing. The big problem is who controls it. See, I like that. And I want the government controlling it. I don't want them controlling then if it. You, if it's controlled by a businessman, then you've all automatically got <laughs> maybe a up. web, uh, you know, a, a collage of people, a, a group so cryptocurrency, yeah. a cryptocurrency for oh, health. Yeah, God. Because <laughs> yeah. that's that's literally cryptocurrency. I is. dove it's in. Unregulated. I'm not going to lie. I threw, I don't know how much. I haven't lost anything. It just fluctuates. pissed me off. I don't even look at it anymore. Yeah. And they'll do notifications. It's up. This is. First thing you want to do is like, how many shares did I buy in that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I forget. I, I did a little bit too. I, just, I was just kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, we can blame our boy for that. Yeah. You know, well, I, so I've always been doing those mutual funds long term stuff. So for me, it's just diversifying the portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to healthcare. So it's actually funny because, yes, single payer might be the the way to go. Mm-hmm. But if you really wanted to insure everybody and have great health insurance, then yeah. all you have to do is get rid of the excess paperwork. Yeah. Did you know that there's, I, I want to say it's $3 billion or $3 trillion in. Um, Just backlogs not paid, da, da, da. Yeah. Paperwork. Yeah. Literally, oh, yeah. The excess paperwork is. If we got rid of excess paperwork, it would cover everybody oh, for yeah. health insurance. Yeah. I don't, I'll look it up later, but, but you know, that's, that's just part of it. And here's the deal. I'm, I'm a realist in some aspects of, you know, financial, uh, the financial cost and draw they have on people. So you go into some of these doctor's offices, they say, oh, you need an x-ray cause you feel a little pain in your chest. So you hop in this thing and it's got that tan color from like the eighties, the, the x-ray machines, that old, you know, tan, yeah. you know what color yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. You're in the medical field. You hop up in this freaking ancient, you know, x-ray machine and they charge you top dollar for it. That thing's been paid for a billion times over. I just got my uh, my bill for getting an x-ray on my knee. Yeah, it's disgusting, dude. It's just like, I get that. And I I understand making a wage. I understand. There is a limit. You know what I mean? You you do need to chill. I've started getting into this boycott thing. I mean, nobody's 
nobody's following me. I haven't really posted what? anything to follow. What? But I'm like, man, these people that take advantage or, you know, say say certain things that don't form together with your, you know, your spiritual, emotional, or, you know, just your everyday ideologies, then quit going there. I'm not, they, they go there and then they bitch. It's like, well, especially in Texas, right to work state, that's first, like they can, they can tell you how it's going to be at their company. If you don't like it, hit the door. Well, here's a, here's a example. They're saying, it's like major hospitals have mandatory vaccine now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you got to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if 5,000 nurses say no and they leave their infrastructure is going to crumble. Well, I have a source. that was saying that a lot of these uh, COVID surges are have. Yes, there is um, an issue with the surges and that the hospitalizations are up and all that stuff, but it has less to do with the surges and more to do with the lack of employees. Right. You know, I mean, so if you can't treat these people because you don't have nurses, then what, like, why are you laying them off in the middle of a pandemic? Oh, then you got these, uh, what is it? Jenkins over Dallas. Is that his name? Dallas Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, <sighs> I can't remember his name. Jet, judge. No. I can't that remember. That guy. Yeah. The guy that keeps he, yeah. fighting with Abbott. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, great. We get to be, you know, in the middle of all this. And it's like, so I went to Dallas today, mass problems, literally like went right down the road. And then it's like, no, no mask. And so it's like, dude, mm-hmm. it's, it's all or nothing, right? And we tried it. We somewhat tried it. We attempted it. Man, I remember back in what March was the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Which when we moved into this house, dude, I was driving down eleven eighty seven on my way to work, and it was like ghost town. Like the day the first real let's yeah. let's what is it curve the the da da da. I was like, what the hell? There was like nobody on the road. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, they're just driving to work. <laughs> And then, you know, they were like telling everybody non-essential, non-essential, non-essential. So I, I, I really think every job for the most part's essential, right? We, we, the infrastructure on it is just different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got medical, you got infrastructure. Well, it, it's you essential got, if you needed on. to take care of your family. Yeah. I mean, dude, but not after cutting checks. And so here, here we go on my little rabbit hole. I and know. then you're going to come a dependent, right? So if I quit feeding my kids, they would start eating weird shit. that's just what's gonna happen now if you kept bringing them food the animal instinct and people people under uh, underestimate tremendously like we talked uh yeah zombie apocalypse da 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 people will start being really irrational Mm -hmm. and though they're gonna try to survive as long as they can other countries right now today eating dirt if it's gonna fill their stomach to get somewhere to get a bowl of rice that's fact Bugs, uh, it's just rodents, all kinds of stuff. Well, something that was really interesting. Wuhan market, you go get your rat skillet, you know, (laughs) skillet rat. When you said the fill in your stomach, it's interesting because the Joe Rogan podcast with that North Korean uh, defector. Mm -hmm. Did you you listen to that one? Didn't get that one. She was talking about, she goes, literally all these things about, you know, the world and all the problems that everybody's having. Really, it has never been an issue for North Korea because she was saying how every day, I wasn't sure if I was going to die from hunger. So when your belly's not full, that's all you can think about. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they didn't have to worry about anything else because they were always hungry. Uh, 
Isn't that weird? So it was a very interesting perspective for me to so think dr- about. Not even drumming would get that out. You <laughs> no, know, I mean, not that's, even. That's not truth, even. though. Like nothing can take your mind off of it. So like rape and all these these the sexual things that were happening it's in North like, Korea. Yeah, they had, they had uh, pleasure squads that would come and uh, take these people. So that makes me want to start a war for the king or the Kim Jong Un or Kim yeah. Jong Il, and. And it was just, it was like a thing because they nobody really cared because they were always hungry. Yeah. So if your belly's full, then you can worry about other things. But until your belly isn't full, which Survival. never happens in North uh-huh. Korea, then it, didn't, it doesn't matter. It's control. So what was that guy that went over there? It's like a college. Uh, he stole the sign or the uh, a yeah, banner. Yeah, and he came back beat to death. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, but you know the rules. See, there again, that's where I kind of like that. That yeah. hard kind of dude where I'm just like, dude, yeah. you knew yeah. not to do that. Yeah. You got busted. And they were like 15 years hard labor or something. And then it was like two years he later, they come death. back. He's just vegetable walking. Mm-hmm. Well, he died, right? I think he I died. Think so. I know. I remember watching the video when he came off the plane. Yeah. I think I wouldn't lie. Otto? Otto? Uh, possibly. I think yeah. Otto. I forgot his last And then name. I seen a, a biography about a guy that goes to North Korea and he's doing like a, you know, video deal and he's kind of narrating his steps. He's, he's you know, recording on the bus and stuff like that. Yes. And they like go through all his pictures yep. and they're like, no, you didn't take a good enough picture of that statue. Yep. Like all of it. And I'm like, Oh, yep. how freaking, we don't understand how good we got <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. And we're, we're watching how Australia and South Africa right now are yeah. kind of full on dictator of totalitarianism. Yeah. No guns, right? Australia. I don't think so. It's crazy. Um, and there was a TikTok I saw of this dude. He goes, he goes, I'm in Australia right now. And, or I think it was maybe the UK. Um, and he was saying how, uh, he goes, I never understood America until this happened. And he goes, I always was thought America, y'all are just a bunch of crazy people obsessed with freedom, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, we're the same as you, we're the UK. And then COVID happened and then the lockdown happened. And then, you know, you have pastors and you have people walking down the street getting arrested you have in australia you have oh, tanks down the street you have helicopters yeah. swarming neighborhoods saying it on a bullhorn get inside or you're gonna be arrested yeah dude. and then he said he goes i finally get it he goes whatever you do do not let this happen to Don't you submit yeah and so i'm yeah covid is bad but we're also seeing fully vaccinated countries like australia and israel mm-hmm. um who have extremely high vaccination i think israel's like what 80 or 90 percent right and they're still having mass covid cases yeah uh, i'm curious to, i didn't look at the mortality data there but i know how do you test for the delta in comparison to the original a lot of people don't it's right uh from what i understand because so the delta variant you have to do full-on genetic mapping for that right. and so they take they'll take like a sample of a in an area take one or two or a few or a handful of uh-huh. you know say a thousand cases and then test it to see if the delta variant is active in that area gotcha. and then they base that area okay this is all delta variant and they then. start because spraying it, like they found a positive west nile mosquito like i'm down the road i'm talking <laughs> about spraying like, you know, <laughs> hey bro you get out <laughs> touch your toes so we're seeing you know we're seeing you know mass all these countries having high vaccination rates and it's mm-hmm. just not you know changing that curve right. we're also not seeing mortality so for me i'm like okay listen covid actually is treatable mm-hmm. we ha- we have medicines out there so I-, I don't know much about hydroxychloroquine i haven't gone down that well hole. they say big daddy took it and it helped him right i mean ivermectin ivermectin which okay. that has mass evidence for it working 
So that, uh, I don't know. And that's an old drug. 40 years. Safer right. than Tylenol. See, that's something I would be a part of. Like, okay, I got the Dude, COVID. You, Give me the thing. But these respirators st- are scaring the shit out of people. 64 studies right now, mm-hmm. peer-reviewed studies on COVID and ivermectin. Mm-hmm. All of them positive. I've heard, them. I've heard these stories of people coughing up blood. What the hell is that about? Why are they coughing up blood after getting... I mean, that's probably part of their... From, uh, from this COVID. I don't know if it's the Delta... But I, I really, I personally heard two different people say, you know, this throwing up blood is starting to be a matter. I'm just like, I have no idea. I don't know enough about it. What's in the vaccine? What's okay. What vaccine do you know the most about? Not a whole lot. Right. To be honest. It, it, ask anybody. Yeah. That's hey, my, that's my point about the whole yeah. transmissibility oh. or uh, transparency. God. It's like, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, okay. I messed with a guy from the city. He was telling me, we, we were a conversation. I have a conversation with a lot of people, literally hundreds a month. I go all, all over the Metroplex mm-hmm. and I talk. I've never met a stranger. <laughs> I love no. people. I love people. If you love me, we, like, we have a good conversation. I can grow, get a little piece from what your knowledge and keep going. Mm-hmm. It's rock. Love that. And this guy's like, yeah, I got the shot. I was like, man, how do you feel? You know, he's like, man, everybody's like a sore arm. You know, he said he got nauseous. Uh, the the second day or something, third day, he had to go home. Da da da. This dude's older than dirt. I mean, he's like eighty years old. He he does like a volunteer work at a a, a city park, mm-hmm. so he gets to live there. And like then he mows. His name's uh, Oland. Coolish, <laughs> great guy. Pulls pranks on his other dude. And I said, uh, hey, what was that one they recalled today? I'm pulling his leg. Oh, Johnson Johnson. No, I'm pulling his leg. Oh, and yeah. I said, what one did you get? And he said, I don't know what he said. Moderna. And I was like, oh, dude, yeah, that's the one. I should have not done that. Dude, that dude was like, are you serious? I was like, no, no, no. Like, don't go. Don't go. I thought he was about to crack, right? I was like, no. Heart attack right there. Dude, I mean, he, he backed up and wide as a ghost. And I was like, oh, you know, oh, sorry, no. buddy. And he's like, that's pretty good. I was like, oh, I love you all. But uh, yeah, nobody knows what's in it. I don't know. What does it do? I can tell you that. What I've read. You know, and it grabs. Okay, here's the deal. COVID has little spikes. This thing you put in takes the spikes away, so it can't attach, right? And then go traveling. It's just nope. Have a scar. I, I don't know, man. I could see right what I'm talking about. Nobody knows. They're like, hell yeah, put it in my arm. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's uh, herd immunity. Everybody's doing it. Be a part and rat bastard. It's <laughs> like, dude. Well, this is my issue with groupthink. Yeah. You just go with whatever everyone else is doing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just like, hadn't seen that work. It's only been around for five months. What? The, the vaccine? vaccine? January. So when they started rolling out. Okay, seven, eight. Wait, yeah. we don't know. Eight and, a half, eight and a half. I don't know. Honestly. So it's like, I don't know, dude. I kind of want to see if you're going to grow a finger off your nose. I've, like, oh. I've I, con- I seriously contemplated it. Uh, taking it. Me too. I was like, hey, man, like, 100%. It, you know, there's, it's right. yeah. safe and effective. Everybody knows oh, it's safe, dude, and effective, oh boy. safe and effective, safe yeah. and effective, safe and effective. My doctor Which told me marketing the other day thing. and I was like, whoo. Oh. I mean, it was. Which is, it's a marketing ploy. It's like you're talking about seven times before people realize that they've said it millions of times. And yeah. so automatically you think about safe and effective when you think about the mRNA COVID vaccine. Yeah, right. Here's one. Why do people still get vaccinated now? Why the wait? Huh? People today, man, I got to go get that vaccine. I'll say I have coworkers that just got it, just got the vaccine now. That makes, that confuses me. Why now? Why the rush? Ah, I got to go get a vaccine now. It's been eight and a half months, right? For the vaccine. 
Well, they it was it wasn't rolled out to certain areas until a few months down the I line. I thought it was like pretty out there. No, at be, least within the fifth month. Maybe can that, we, but I know we? that like it, everybody wasn't didn't have access to it early okay. on. They they started rolling it out with rolling it out first with the vulnerable population, like the older people. Right. Um, and then it slowly was able to get to everybody else. So a lot of it, they have to have it under like uh, freezing temps. I think so. Right, yeah. to store it. That seems stressful. And then how does yeah. that transition? Because like when I shoot up my insulin, like I know that transition from that needle to my stomach, because I'm what, 98 degrees normal, regular sitting temp, that it's got to get warm as it goes more than it was. But I guess they've done that calculation I don't know, honestly. I, I know that there is a lot of effects that nobody knows about. Um, right. Even just recently, I had, a, I had an acquaintance who got the vaccine. And eight hours later, they uh, typical flu-like symptoms, and then they passed out. And then not only did they, did they pass out, like lose consciousness, but they lost bowel control. Yeah. And that's, I was telling them that okay, that's, out. that's vastly different. Right. And I heard somebody else say that as well. Oh, yeah, I had somebody who passed out and lost bowel control. That might be nerves, too. You know what I mean? No. There's, no? It's, it's okay. different. This like you're at a wedding, you know, you're like, no. oh, I really wanted to marry her. Uh, no. You know, your legs are straight and, you know, no, yeah. I don't know. There's a difference between just like losing consciousness and then losing consciousness and then bowel control. Oh, gotcha. That's, I'd that's probably do vastly both. different. Yeah. Almost no, honestly, you probably wouldn't. The, the other day rolling, I almost did. I mean, it was just air biscuit, but it, man, <laughs> if, if I didn't have shorts on, I'd have blew the hair away from a person <laughs> 20 feet away. Yeah. There's, I guess. So yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, we're we're at almost two hours now, but um, there's a lot of just screwed up stuff. We can agree with that. Yeah. Um, there's concerning things uh, with with everything that's happening. The vaccine does work, however, we're not being we're not being told the transparency. Like we're not being told some of these things that are, are occurring. There are scientists that back up that it is concerning. So it's like just because you like you say follow the science, that's not necessarily the case. There are people who are who are following the scientists the science and saying this is not true. Mm. True, like people who are. This is their one specialty. We have epi- like the, uh, remember the beginning of the pandemic. There was a uh, Harvard epidemiologist who said, "Hey, we need to let it disperse the population, and it'll be over with." Yeah. Um. So well-known people, who, well-known epi- epidemiologists, who are saying the opposite of the narrative, but they're not having a voice, and that's my frustration. They're being censored. You so, think this was not to dive too deep? You think it was purposely done or an accident? The COVID ex- the virus. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'm just, my only thing with that, and I'm trying not to go to Alex Jones, even though that dude is freaking brilliant. Like, a lot of the stuff he says, they when they fact check him, that dude for, uh, for Jamie. Uh, y'all dude. Yeah. He's like, no, he's right, 100%. I'm like, what? That yeah. sounded like complete crazy. Mm-hmm. But do you think it was intentional? Oh, boy. All right, so let's get into this. Um, all right, so aside from everything that happened outside of the pandemic, let's look at its origination. We do know now that it was created in a lab mm-hmm. and that it, there was funding for um, what's that gain of function research. Mm-hmm. You know, you heard about that. Right. With Fauci it started in uh, North Carolina with Fauci. And they I, don't, basically I, I, like, I don't know where it started, but I know that that was, it was being funded. And I know that this virus did and was created in a lab. Then I also know that six months or seven months prior to the va- the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, event two hundred one occurred, which was the bunch of world leaders that came together and did a COVID nineteen pandemic drill. So for me, it's like h- how I don't want to believe that it that it was released. I don't yeah. want to believe it, but we do know we do now know that 
the evidence is showing strongly that it was created in a lab. Yeah. Um, that seems to be fact now based mm-hmm. on the Fauci emails. And then we know that there was a COVID drill six months prior See, for a world pandemic. And, and I'm not trying to run event. on that. I'm just trying to universally as a people in, in this country, especially for one, you need to admit this on your political party. When with Trump, I was 70, 30 ratio. I liked him 70%, 30%. We could have really did without mm. Biden. I don't have a ratio. The dude's just gone. You know what I mean? He, he's just gone. We have to admit this. We have to admit that on the right and on the left, da da da, that these people are wrong, and some of the things that they've done is extremely wrong. Mm-hmm. And when we can start admitting these wrongs, and people can really go out, I'm saying that to say we need to go after the source without any bias, and just look at the source. So there, but I agree. But there's, yeah. there is, it's impossible to get rid of bias. Right. It is impossible. You can't get rid of bias. I know, but I mean. You can a help section, curve it. A section. Help, yeah, you can help curve it, definitely. Right. So your house catches fire. You go run with fire extinguisher and you put it out. Tomorrow, the house catches fire. You go run and put it out. It's going to keep happening until you find out what the hell is causing the fire. Like, so how does this go back to the COVID-19? We need to stop rewarding babies. We need to hold people accountable so instead of spraying on this same fire that keeps reoccurring, right? Like building a house in Cali where the whole state burns. Right? Oh, I think I'm going to plant my house here. It's a forever home. Yes, dumbass. Please do that. <laughs> yes. Call me. Uh-huh. We'll send helicopters immediately. <sighs> but why do we keep, we just fight amongst each other. It's that division crap. Go towards the source together. Find out. I'm curious if it was um, like uh, zooming back out. Yeah. Like if I was a world leader and I had a mass competitor mm-hmm. like the US. Yeah. And I wanted to destroy them. Waterhole. Yeah. Waterboarding? Waterhole. Waterhole. Poison waterhole. Poison the waterhole. Yeah. 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 yeah honestly. You know, I got you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would do this. I would make them fight on the inside from the inside out. Right. Right. And that's what's happening. Divide and conquer. It's been happening forever. I was like, you can't fight. Like nobody can honestly fight America from the outside. Yeah. You no, can't. No. We're too strong. Right. From the inside? Yeah. Watch out. And if they I'll, ganged up, they could. You I ever watch those US versus Russia, US versus China yeah, things? Yeah. Little cartoons. But pretty they accurate. Would, they would gang up, but at their own destruction. Agreed. They would they would it's basically kill nuclear. themselves, right? It's too nuclear. Yeah, it's like nuclear right now, world. Israel, what do they have about ninety nukes? Something like that. I'm like, hey, you guys want one? I'm pretty tired of this shit. You know, he <laughs> took you know, it's just that's gonna be a tragedy right there. There's so many about to die. They they took it over. It's just gonna start. So I guess does all this matter? It ma- it matters. Like we're all gonna die, right? Essentially, I mean, on your own grounds. Here's the funny thing too, man. You, and <laughs> oh I'm, this isn't anything about obese people or people who smoke. Da 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 da. But it kind of is. It's like, man, you have all these horrible addictions, and then they're the first ones running around. Put your mask on. It's like, yeah, what? I, I want to save you. I know. Herd immunity. I want to save your life. Yeah, there's nobody been talking about how you should actually be healthy. Right. Yeah. It's just, no, it's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, percentage, people are throwing around percentages with the vaccine, how it's going to save you from, right. nine, it's 99% effective. Right. But so is being healthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, let's go. It's part of it. Go, go do something. But yeah. So that's my frustration. All like one doesn't matter. Two, it's treatable. Like we, we actually have a treatment outside the vaccine if you cho- so choose, but nobody's 
talking about that. Ivermectin and bud- budesonide is actually great for both of these. Right. Um, and then and another one, we're, we're changing into a very different world right now. Yeah. Um, and so I have a lot of healthcare worker friends who are, are will probably pissed at me right now for saying some of the things I'm saying because they're living the, the world right now that is uh, just inundated with COVID patients. Right. So it's like, I, I don't want to, don't want to be like, um, you know, callous to what they're going through either Mm-mm. because they're, they're getting their butts handed them every freaking day. Every day. Um, so it's like COVID is real. It kills people, but it's yeah. also treatable by now. We know, we now know that it's very treatable. And just to get these different type of medicines out there to the public is going against the grain and trying to like, Pull teeth. That, that doesn't make sense. If we know, even if there was a few handful of like, say, like so right now, ivermectin has it's it's extremely safe, experimental, just like the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. Um, but just a handful of studies. Say there was five or ten studies, and that's what is being shown on how effective it is for treating COVID. Wouldn't you think that we would want to run with something like that? Yeah. But no, it's two bucks to be able to create and for, for a and i'm not i'm not saying this against any of the the medical field blah 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 there's a lot of money to be made when a, da- a disaster's <sighs> up know, dude there's a lot of money know. to be made these moderna all these people that created a vaccine yeah buku bucks we're, but we're critically thinking right now like we're actually thinking in a yeah. way that is asking other questions other than quote-unquote trust the science yeah it's like yeah, yeah we're trusting the science the money too I know. Why are they giving countries, you know, eighty million dollars for gender gender research and yep. a COVID relief package? Yeah. What do you what? Yep. And they want to test fish in the Gulf like that was part of the package. Check on some trees. I'm like, dude, I, it's a pandemic. Yeah. What are you talking about? Hand out checks. Keep everybody home. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, there's a lot of just really just messed up stuff. And I, it is it still doesn't make sense to me how we could be saving lives and like Mexico was having a massive surge and they stopped the surge. And immediately stopped the, the the increase and saved lives in a multitude of ways just by using ivermectin. Right. India did the same thing, and that number is going like every country starting to use it and starting to realize that. Is it forever? One shot kills all, or do you got to repeat it if you get it? Uh, there is a certain dosage. Right. I think it's like three hundred. I don't. I don't. I don't say it out loud, but or three hundred something per kilogram. I don't know, but you can take it. Profi- right. You can take it as a precursor prophylactically prophylactically yeah. and you can take it in an acute setting now gotcha. if you take it if you're on a vent um the chance of turning around is in the 40th percentile i think mm-hmm. um and then long covid it also treats so it's yeah. like it treats every stage of covid ivermectin does um and i'm gonna keep talking about it until it, i'm blue in the face right because it Prove does wrong, not make right? sense right come at me bro like I'm just Sony needs all to the tell evidence you. is back right. to backing this up. And Think yeah, it's on. like, yeah, vaccine works. Right. But so does Ivermectin. So choose which one. It doesn't really matter. Choose one of them. I and like it works. the old one. Like we have people who are in their eight. Like there was a study, or a, a, a case study I saw. It was eight, 80 year old, 90 year old lady um, on their deathbed, vented. Right. 48 hours later after taking Ivermectin, they took the tube out and they're fine. See, the, they walked out. the ventilators always scared me. Yeah intimidated me i'm not scared they intimidated me because everybody i hear horror, horror stories you know that man he was on ventilator for like two three weeks and then it got bad it went to this 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 and god rest his soul and that sucks mm-hmm. you know and so i'm like all right man and they stopped doing them so huge remember they were rolling they were making them and rolling them in and trump got tons of them remember that was a huge thing mm-hmm. ventilator ventilators masks and then uh, hand sanitizer shortages, mm-hmm. gloves, all the, the central key, mm-hmm. you know, bacteria killing agents and stuff. 
but the ventilator talk kind of disappeared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you don't hear it. If, so you're, much. if you're put on a ventilator with COVID, your chances of dying are significantly increased. Yeah. Do you know why? I don't know. Um, Can't I want to think it's ARDS. Like your respiratory distress syndrome, I think is what it is. Everything starts giving up. Yeah, pretty much. Sucks. Um, but I, what Ivermectin does, it, it masks, it literally wraps around the cell of the spike protein and mm-hmm. prevents it from from spreading. Okay. Okay. It's literally just like if you have, you know, the spike protein like this, Ivermectin says, eh, what let's was just it? not, let's, let's keep it from implanting into the cell. What was its initial use? Uh, as an as a antiparasitic. For what? For uh, a parasite. It's a... Talk, okay. Uh, it's starts with an O. Forget what the actual disease name is, but that's why countries like Haiti um, and South Africa they've had it. They already have. A they've lot already had ivermectin going right. in their community because it's a very parasitic country, right? Right. Yeah. And that's why they're also not seeing uh, as many cases or deaths. Yeah. Go and swim in the river, go pee, and you mm-hmm. get the little thing. You get a parasite, so you're automatically on an I'd anti-parasitic. Stuff like candy. And because they were on an anti-parasitic, they didn't see as many. So like they compared Haiti with I think it was Costa Rica uh-huh. or whatever the whatever the neighboring country was and Haiti had you know ten thousand COVID cases and a handful of deaths right and then the next one was like five times that and every time they use ivermectin on a public health scale like handing out candy uh-huh. it dramatically drops wow so for me it's just it's the evidence is there yeah it is there yeah but again it's not being touted. So well, it's frustrating, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're two hours and eight minutes at this point, but yeah, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Dude, thanks for having me. I'm so proud of you. I hope the best. This is awesome. It's fun, up. man. I, dude, I, I'm not expecting to get big. I'm, I'm not big. It's you fun. Will. I mean, just my, my whole thing. I followed you from the get. I don't I mean, know. Even the more dude, my great frogs supporters. are gay for sure. <laughs> frogs are dude, gay. I gotta <laughs> give Zach on that. I think I love him more than he loves me. That's fine. Probably. But dude, Zach, uh, nailed it with that. You couldn't help but to listen to it, dude, that I was really reading and listening to the, the follow cabals like all right let's check it out but i'm Wait, not in the follow cabal that was the whole uh start of this uh conspiracy the the crazy conspiracy stuff that was going on that's mm. what he's talking about that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh but it's not hard to see the writing on the wall when they start talking about time travel <laughs> and and all this other stuff and I, so what they do with those is this little dude probably found like some pretty cool information right it's the only thing that'll keep a logical person interested <laughs> and then he just goes crazy yeah and i was just like okay dude you know all this stuff but then what happened what escalated from that like the and i don't think this kid called it or he knew anything about it but like the epstein island thing that's a, it's a real deal mm-hmm. it's a bad deal mm-hmm. like what is going on with that like yeah, I think they had too much on too many people. It's just I think we should need another podcast so we can jump into this. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I think. yep. All right, man. Thanks for all you do, man. Yes, sir. Love you.